Oh, my shirt's unbuttoned. <laughs> I'm going to show off all the goodies. <laughs> all the gut goodies. Yeah, it isn't good. It's more plenty than good. <laughs> oh, did you hear that fat joke that was about a candy? A it's, shitty candy at that. I've never, have I ever had a good plenty? This popped into my head on the way over here. I was driving and I was listening to the radio and, and they said now... Well, broke. I put a lot of honey in this tea. Did you put now, a lot of honey in it? Not, not enough. overly enough. You know, I'm no. not sure there is enough. I don't think so either. I think this is really good. You want to try my tea? You don't have <laughs> cooties, do you? <laughs> I'm good. Do you have pentagrams on your ears? Uh, no, they are the Deathly Hallows. Oh, Very one far. of those folks. Anyway, you, you were saying, James? No, I was on the way over here. This has nothing to do with anything, but since I'd never say anything that does. And, and they said, let's play a throwback song on the radio. And they played Sex and Candy. Oh. I smell it. Which... But fine, whatever. I'm I'm getting old. I'm cool with that. But all I could think of all of a sudden was I was like, "Well, I smell sex and candy. What candy? Like, because Reese's peanut butter cups have a very distinctive smell. But I'm not sure what, that they would grow go what, great with sex. Though. No, oh, but I'm just what saying, kind of sex? Well, I was gonna say, and and I don't know how what do good peanut butter cups go like. with sex. Well, have you have you I'm had black licorice? That's what I was about to say. Is well, it black licorice? Good, good, and, good and Plenty is black licorice covered in a sugar coating. Which is basically There's a woman on our couch, right? and I really want to ask her a sex question. So, what what candy goes with sex, and what kind of sex? I mean, I, f- <laughs> I feel... <laughs> into the Please tell me. And would you did then define sex? Because I'm not quite <laughs> sure I know what it is. The answer, the answer without any explanation. Snow caps. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Snowcaps, please sponsor us for this quality content. Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. <laughs> That's what oh, I call no, no. Nick and Nips. Nick and Nips. There I don't even go. know what the hell that is. I don't either, but it's what I want to call my penis from now on. the candies that you bite off and suck the juice out of. Uh, no wonder well, I want to call my penis a... that. That sounds painful. Man. For biting? <laughs> you would think, but I'm fairly masochistic. <laughs> I never if knew they had Where's that teethy lady at? You get so turned on by Cableberry. I'm, I want to smell good and burn. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even introduced the guest. No, which is, no, which is a funny. great title, by the way, for I want to smell good and burn. A story good about a witch that works at a candle store or a clothes. You factory. should write that. You put the words together. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I can try. I've got a few other projects lined up, but I'll add that right on to Can the I list. give you a big fuck you? That was the best idea you've had in months. I don't want to hear it. There's a horror movie about a guy who kills people and turns them into camels, isn't there? Yeah. yeah there's, it's there's, called there's, The House of Wax. Well, no, oh. that's not. Which is actually based on the Museum of Wax, which was a play in the 19th But they do kill people and, and cover them in wax. But they don't turn them into camels. But there was, I know what you're but talking about. But they could put a wick on top books. of them. Well, they could. And by the way, if they did, the slogan should be, get lit. <laughs> all right, you bad. can you can write all the catch the catch lines. Yeah, that's I, I mean, that's yeah, like, we do that. Small, Have you ever heard lit. some of the shitty bonehead horror movies? Uh, what's a good one? Alt um, Control Alt Death. <laughs> that's where the computers kill people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my, I want to do one, and we've talked about this for years, and we actually started out a script and everything where it's it's people going to a high school reunion and you've got one. No, guy. we wrote half. I wrote half of it. Yeah. We wrote half of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Why'd it's, you stop at half? Um. Drugs. I don't think anybody want to make it. Drugs. <laughs> drugs. Yeah. I typed Lots in a uh, guy who kills people and turns them into candle movie. 16 candles came up. <laughs> Molly, oh my God. God. The 17th candle will open the final <laughs> seal, Chad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, this tea's good, but it smells like feet. But we... <laughs> 
So not Can sex you put and some candleberry <laughs> in this. But it, I did not bring it. But yeah, no, we did. We we did gory days, which was the high school. Gory, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk um, about it too much because I may, we may eventually find a suck uh, to buy it. Yeah, but no, we have to finish it. I wrote an elaborate opening that was straight out of oh uh, Lucia Falsi's zombie on the beach, and I had escaping into the sun. Oh my god! And they were never oh, no, shot. No, you I, know what I'm my, talking about? With the, with the siren. <laughs> Is the woman that writing. I loved that no. I wrote? Well, I was talking about you. I was asking. I didn't figure. Him. Yeah. Remember, remember my, the scene that I wrote that I loved that I believe you wrote you about the one of the, the shower. Run to the showers, boys. That close. <laughs> Run to the showers, boys. But wait, the it. old towel dispenser. Oh my. Said, where you had to reach up and get it was that, that's how they spread it. Was they put shards in there to where when you reached up it would impel your hand. And yeah. That's how they spread the and then I wanted to change the way the zombies did it because I wanted it to be just bad shit. And that's because I'm so sick of zombies and I couldn't care really too well, much. Well, but I think your dance number with zombies. <laughs> no, but there's how they you know the bite and then they do this jarring thing and it happens and yeah. and it just goes all the way down and been such a cool one long dolly was this shot. Pre zombie. No, you know, no, we no, it was our big we laid out zombies. the whole oh, movie, it and it takes zombies. place, James, right during a high school reunion. The high school gory days, get it? Oh, okay, we yeah. even started singing the song. Nice, gory days, and something about a young girl's heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the entire plot was, and the reason it will never ever get made the way we thought about it was we wanted it to be an '80s high school reunion. People, agreed. yeah, and we wanted it to be blaring '80s music. And yeah. that also be something that slowly drives people more insane is that they can't there was stop layers. playing the 80s music. Chad, do you remember any of this or are you just still looking to research? No, I remember all of it. Well, he that's just, good, Chad. I appreciate it. He just chose not to participate <laughs> in any way, any meaningful way, just like he does the rest of his life. <clears throat> Sorry. I know you don't like our, our version of the future. <laughs> Where George Takei is the gym <laughs> teacher that's screaming, us. run to the showers, boys! Oh my! Actually, that's the one thing I want. I wanted George Takei to play it because I wanted him. To we want all the teachers were going to be played by B movie or, or it was yeah. all retro. We had it lined out. But I wanted it to be George Takei because I wanted him because you know he, he took such a long time to come out of the closet for various reasons, which I understand. But I wanted him to have a scene where he gets to find the handle. <laughs> it was dark, <laughs> too where, dark to see. Where he had knock, knock, knocking <laughs> on closets door. Hey, 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 yeah. So you're going to do the soundtrack yourself? I can't sing. I don't know if you knew that or not. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't pick up on that at all. So, let's introduce... I was going to say, what show are we on uh, here, Joe? uh, Seven minutes in, now's a good time. Where am I? Welcome to Bonehead. You are our guest. You are Laurel Hightower. Can I say your whole name? Or am I only supposed to say your pen name? Well, I mean, it's... The pen name is... It's Her yeah, name. it's Laurel High Tower. I just didn't slap the wells on the on the book or the child. So, oh really? Yeah, it's unwieldy. No, oh wait, yeah, my kids actually wells. Just kidding. Wells. Yeah, 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 I was about yeah, to yeah. Say, each I, each child one got of the one few of our things names. as a dad. I would have been like, I don't you know, no, no, no. He's that's right. I forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I just didn't want to give either one of them a hyphen. It seemed unwieldy. You know, it is but, yeah. unwieldy. But so Laurel High Tower. You have been on our show before. You're one of the few people that's ever been invited back. You and Mick Strawn and Ken Boggle. Who else? Yeah. We, we actually have invited people we've back. Invi- and people have said they're going to come back, but then they disconnect their phones. You're and making me feel less special. I know. As no, no, I know. No, 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 no. Well, no, and actually, I cut it off because I was thinking of a story and I didn't want to piss people off. And there's actually people that we haven't had back. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so I, but they've been. <laughs> Fairly supportive of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, most people only get one shot. Which, by the way, yeah. and now there's people out there going, wait, is that why I haven't been back? So thanks for screwing us up. <laughs> I know, Joe. I know. That's what I was kind of thinking. Hey, if Bryce O'Quay hadn't hated on Booster Gold so much. No, Bryce, you, you know have what? a permanent invitation back just to make Chad angry. <laughs> matter true. of fact, I'll quit the show. You can take my spot. But anyway, we love having you on the show. We've wanted to have Kirk you back for a while. Beard. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. And that just finally James was in town. You had a night out. And you wasted it. <laughs> and you wasted it coming over here instead of going to Tony's, having a nice steak. My God, I'm not paying $50 for a steak. I, I don't know. I've never don't. been to Tony. No, I've never either because my husband makes fantastic steaks that we get for like seven bucks from Walmart. So it's Fantastic steaks. Oh, he makes the best steaks I've ever had. It's he says, I make really good steaks. What is his secret? Why are we oh talking about this now? This I don't know because we're, because we're old, Jeff. That's what we talk about now. So anyways, <laughs> we're out late here at 8.30 and uh, we're going to talk about making steaks. Oh! <laughs> what did he say? He hit his own braces. Oh, that's right. Did you know Chad got braces? And he got his first I'd... pube the day before. <laughs> Some people don't wait till they're 50, but it's cool. I'm not judging. What are they, Invisalign or something? Because I don't see anything. They're behind my teeth. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So is that killing you? A very. Yeah. I would, no, I would say. That's not, yeah. <laughs> Do you have braces? No. I was supposed to, and that explains a lot of what's wrong with my mouth. <laughs> no, I don't mouth, think that, but... that is. What I was going to say is we loved having you on the show. That's no joke. We, we, we keep in contact. We yeah. talked about your book more than once. Butter. Now you're a famous author. Ha <laughs> ha. You are now part of so many Twitters and horror community Twitters. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I am not. You are more popular than me. You're more popular than James. You're almost Chad Instagram popular. <laughs> well, Chad didn't follow me back on Twitter. I just Chad say doesn't that. actually check it. Yeah, it's I don't still check it. There, which is which is an ongoing thing. Which is why I always tag him as the veteran. And then someone who tag. may have been on our show has told us I dropped him just to see if he noticed. <laughs> And I did it. <laughs> he didn't notice because he's never on the because Twitter. Because he's never on the Twitter. I'm happy I will, get back, Twitter. I will get back on Twitter to follow you. I, you I appreciate know, it. My entire thing about it is every time... James doesn't get off Twitter. I, he won't answer his fucking phone, but he won't get off Twitter. That, well, well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of dude, how I've gotten to Nobody... Uh, well, very rarely do I get a phone call with positive news. It's never like, hey, James... I tell you all the time. They tell you about all those... Yeah, anyway, aches and shit that's going on. I, my phone never rings. Have you seen what came out of my nose? <laughs> I can't it imagine why you skipped in it. that. It had a vein in it. Why would you skip that call, man? I don't, Shout out to Craig. I don't know. We I, actually cleaned that joke up. Yeah, yeah we did. The, the his version was way best. It was way, much way best. grosser, way Chad. Best. Much way grosser. Best. Way better. It had a vein in it. <laughs> anyway, um... You know no, you're you're a large percentage of the reason why I'm a Twitter addict now, right? Well, I, is it really? You keep looking at the thing like, are no. we done yet? <laughs> no, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just entranced. It moves and like I'm easily shiny object. Kind of, yeah. OMG it's, squirrel. It's like, it's, really? You know, but the you know the, the thing the about Twitter is is, is it? Um, my family is on Facebook, and yeah. I love my family. I agree with you. I agree. But with you. it's like I've got aunts and uncles, and if they listen to this show, and I don't think they do but if you do thank you uh family for following up uh but that being said i can't go off on my in, insane political rants on facebook without yeah without, without it being, being and i also can't talk about like it's funny because now what's funny to me though is my college started following me on twitter chad looks fascinated because um, we're talking about twitter and and once my like my the tab got caught in my nose uh, Jesus! Did it pull out that vein? Anyway, um, <laughs> my, my, there was a vein in that diet coke. 
Flood. Uh, Diet um, Coke. <laughs> you don't like Diet Coke? That was disgusting. What do you like? Um, uh, anything that does not masquerade as sugar. <laughs> so you um, like real sugar? Yeah. What's it like having toes? <laughs> Uh, but Are no, you going to finish your story? Well, I was going to, but we got sidetracked, shockingly. I'm out uh, of no, tea. But, but the, no uh, more feet smell. So I can go off on, on random tangents, and I, I even occasionally will tweet stuff like, I don't know why anybody follows me, because it's like random education stuff that I'm mad about, random political stuff that pops up occasionally, and then, oh, let me tweet about Star Trek for 20 minutes, and then I'm going to talk about a You movie could that tweet about Bonehead. You know, here's what's funny. By when the way, I tweet, I almost end it with hashtag bonehead or at bonehead. I know, and here's what's funny about that, by the way. I think you have more followers than this show does, and I definitely have more followers. Oh, and that's definitely has more followers. Did you I'm see not, that? I'm not making <laughs> this up, bitches. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I have more than double the followers of this show, and I, I'm i legitimately No, saying, Twitter, yeah. Why? We have more people on Facebook. I mean, Algorithms. Why? Twitter algorithms. I, I guess. I'm. I, I, but I... Well, but, like, so, and I was actually going to ask you this, because, so, like, when you're tweeting as Bonehead, how much do you interact with everyone else's tweets? Do you like? Do you comment? Do you I retweet? I try to, yeah. I try to. And one of the things I have to watch is... <laughs> it's blood we, sugar. <laughs> not yet, but close. Uh, but we have to... I, I try, I, no, mine's perfect, actually. Uh, I try to be uh, very, very careful. Your hip C blood count? Um, no, oh, I just don't have blood. Hip B? It's nothing but brackish fluid pumping through me right now. That's anyway, safer. anyway. Your the, acid uh, reflux. We keep going. Yeah. I can't I take do. Ritidine. <laughs> I've, I've got the... I know. Kid. kid was taking that. I, my son Deep was horrified. It's causes cancer. It's causes cancer. Yeah. You know. Which, by the way... I saw taking it went to Prilosec. May also be... an well, And that causes heart issues. And it also, like, makes your bones weak, but you do you. Prilosec? Yeah, Prilosec causes... You know what it does cause... Me not to wake up at 3 a.m. gagging from acid reflux. No, Jesus, this has become like the oldest fucking show. Did I do this? Me, but like, no, yes, like, we're you talking did. You came in, you were limping. Reflux. You're like, I need tea before I go on the air. <laughs> I Tell need- your wife to make some tea. <laughs> and I want some fucking crumpets. It's a biscuit, but it could be a cookie. <laughs> Did you hear about Prince Harry? <laughs> Fuck him. Sorry, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I, I wish you never would have started that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, no. So going back to, tw- uh, I, I try to not retweet political things, and the problem oh, is, you know, is I, I switch tweets. back and forth between my personas. Yeah. I, occasionally, I'll be bonehead and I'll like an education thing. I'm like, no, no, unlike, no, unlike no, bonehead doesn't like education. shit about a Prince Harry joke, and he's going on about his personas. No, well, I'm just saying. So, I, heard, so I didn't say anything about Prince Harry. He said about Prince Harry. No, I'm sitting he here. Did. He did. I, didn't I did. About Prince I don't know what's going on. Are you even listening to this guy? Nope. <laughs> he's get him sore a puzzle. because he's been packing fucking snowmen up one flight of stairs. Will for you two get weeks. him a puzzle to do so he'll be engaged? <laughs> I thought he was going to say something else. I'm afraid. I'm a puzzle about I'm, ten piece. I'm afraid he's going to hurt himself with it. I know. We this little. We only give him the one in the wooden boxes. I took care of it. All right. So anyway, we have yeah. Laurel Hightower. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you. All Thank jokes you aside, me. we love having you. This is a reason why I like having you. It breaks it up a little <laughs> bit. I feel like we've gotten stale. This is good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, love having you on the show. You are a published author. We will get through your books. I just want to say something really quick. Yeah. So, and this has nothing to do with you. Hang on for 30 more seconds, one more minute, and I'll kill this. Uh, We waited 15 while I break it up now. I, James Thomas, used to work for me, work with me. When did you work with me? 
Oh. When did you leave the institution in which we worked? 19 months ago? 19 months 18, ago. 18 months 18, ago. It was 2018, right? Yeah. Someone was cleaning out the refrigerator at work and said, Whose Diet Mountain Dews are these? <laughs> well, there's 18 people that work there, right? And none of us drink Diet Mountain Dew. And I said, No, I can't be. Can't be. He's been gone almost two years. The expiration on these dates are, will you read that for me, please? How are your eyes? Are they getting old, too? <laughs> October 22nd, 2018. That would be right. That motherfucker left these at work for two years and nobody bothered to clean out the refrigerator or find them. I left behind that Mountain Dew. I've never been more effing ashamed of myself. I've never I'm been right more now. ashamed of you either. So here you go, sir. These are yours. Is it because you wasted it? Or I want to say I, what you were drinking. I want to well, give no, out. No, I mean, I, I I used to drink real Mountain Dew when I was extreme. I hate. But now I. Years ago, I had a bad doctor, and he's no longer my doctor. Oh, but he literally looked this at me and said, "This is your fault because you asked the question." He, and no, now he's talking about his medical history. He looked at and me you're and said, "Have you kids in the daycare?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he looked at me and he said... What do you think about the daycare? This is one of Joe's pet peeves, too. He looked at me and he said, well, you're a heavy set guy. Let's just go ahead and monitor your blood it sugar is for one six of my months. pet peeves, yeah. And so he made me do the finger prick for six months. It never went above 90, never was bad. But I got so paranoid, I did give up sugary soda. Well, it's probably good that you did. I, I did, yeah. but... But yeah, I'm no longer extreme. Here's some more saccharin. Get cancer. Get in now, I'm, now I'm diet extreme. Evidently. Diet now extreme. Diet extreme. And I, I, want to, I, I can only get diet vertical. Really quick, I hate saying the word shout out, but I don't know how else to say it. Shout out to Christopher Crutchfield. Thank you, Christopher Crutchfield, for pointing that out and figuring out the mystery believe, of the diet I mountain I can't Dude. believe I left behind that. I don't know dish. how they got hidden in the refrigerator for almost two years. Dude, what, I, seriously, when was the last time? You know the last time I know that I thought it actually was cleaned out a few months ago, but we're, let's, we you, probably... No, no, do you know the last time... You gave a shout. The last time I remember somebody cleaning out that refrigerator... Who? It's no, someone that no longer works there. Did we fire them? Uh, no, no. I will just say, because I don't want to name her, I don't know how she'd feel about being named on this fine program... But she was a former military service yeah, member Alicia. who it just got melted down one day and started cleaning. I will never forget. <laughs> she was like, "Is that right? That's just explosive explosive <laughs> fridge in 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 the last five years that I've worked here." Alicia, I I got hired after you, and I don't know of anybody. I'm going to go to my office and cry. All right, so we have you on the show today. James has a list of questions. Ooh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just and said he had questions. No, I did. And then I said, What's new Friday night? And I said, Well, you're already on this here. message, Laura. You, I, I went ahead and invited you. Which I appreciate. Here's my yeah, phone. I thought you might be fun. I did. I, I, did. I, I, did. I, I can't I leave the house have, two nights in a row. I do have questions. <laughs> What's it like being dick whipped? <laughs> It's not, seen it on my porn. As, it's not as much fun as you thought. Oh, that wasn't for me. Uh, I'm not a crook. That's a tricky dick whip. <laughs> it's a lot more to do with like, do whose no night impression. it is to sleep. So. Can't do a Richard Dixon impression either. A Richard uh, Dixon? I can't talk braces. You can't talk braces? braces. Well, maybe we get more viewers no. if we did a whole podcast month to month about braces. Show! <laughs> 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 Run, rabbit. Run, run rabbit. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway, what's some what, of your no, questions? What, what, you are a published author. What's your yeah, name of your book? The that you, you Still also... the Night. Whispers, whispers <laughs> in the Dark. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, there's a copyright over there. It's on your what? shelf. You could have put that on the table. I could have. I've seen Actually, it. I think Christy took it upstairs. She's reading it. I've read it. It's cool. Um, it's okay. <laughs> you have no you have any desire to ever read your book again. Actually, that's one of the things. I've never read it since it got published. But why would you want to? Do you I ever go back, though, and read something that you wrote? Because I've heard other authors say this, 
that they they usually don't go back and read it, but every blue moon they'll go back and read and they'll be like, I forgot how good that sound, or, you know, that there was this little thing that I that planted that so, I did. That sounds like a Harlan Ellison quote. It sounds extremely egotistical. No, no, one of the, I mean, what they, it, it's not necessarily egotistical because there's a couple authors that I follow and they will go back and say, like, somebody will quote them and give them credit, luckily. But then they'll say, you know, I don't remember, like, where did you get that quote from? They're probably just relieved because it's like, oh, okay, thank God that was actually me and not, you know, someone else. It's well, it's because from from my perspective, like I spent so much time editing. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you're you're the last line of defense in publication. So like once everything's been done, they give you the layout and you have a PDF layout and it's like, all right, it's on you. And I caught like 133 errors. In the last oh run Oh, my through. God. Now, this was not stuff that was like, you know. Don't you have an anything. editor? Oh, yeah. No. And that's. But no, my editor was fantastic. And the copy editor was fantastic. But this is all stuff that like. And, and the the pub, uh, the assistant publisher. Sorry. <laughs> wants you, to look you at my hairy toes. Foot. It might have something to do with the smell of your tea, though. I'm just saying. Like, we put the foot no, by the tea. The tea and it's not. But um, wash it once a well, week. I don't know where the foot smells coming from, then, too. But <laughs> I'm not Oddly enough, saying, it's my fingers. <laughs> Good to know. Don't ask. Um, but no, it's it's. I think it has to do sometimes with like the layout errors because I've noticed it in in other books that I've read where it's like there will be these weird spacing errors and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so, I, I a huge part of what I do for my job is um, proofread. Yeah. And so I'm I'm just very used to that, and I flagged all these errors. But yeah, so like now since I have no chance to go back and fix it, I'm terrified to look at it because I'm afraid I'm gonna find like 400 things that I you know that I should have caught. But but also there's that pressure I would imagine. To, you know, I, I think uh, you, you had a tweet up uh, about, you know, you're already on to the next three things, right? Yeah. And then yeah. so it's really hard to then go back and be like, well, let me go back to. Yeah. It, yeah. It's that the working author issue is that you don't get to finish a book and be like, this is it forever. Yeah. Let me hand it off. I mean, it not, yeah, not until it's actually like gone and done. And then, yeah. But it's, but it. Everything in writing takes fucking forever. Oh, that's it's all it's glacial. It I, is absolutely glacial. More glacial than, than making a movie. Yes, I would argue. Never, and, never made a movie. But I, I would argue yes, so. Joe. And and the reason I would argue yes is at least you have, like, you could take a clip from something we shot. If we shot something today, you could take it, do some editing, rough edit, and at least show it to somebody and be like, "What do you think about this scene?" You could do uh, that with something you wrote. I, I but back in the nineties, sure. <laughs> 80s no no i mean i'm saying like it used to be a thing where you could say uh i've got you know 100 pages of a manuscript i sure think i'll send that off to a publisher Don't, you cannot fucking do that now like you you better have like a super well polished finished product now i'm speaking from you know laurel level down here like if you're brian Keene, if you're you know jonathan chance if, if you're hunter shea or you know one of one of the one of Are the horror guys up right? here Yes, Joe. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the, Joe this, this, is more familiar with uh, books about cats and hats. Have you ever uh, seen? That? I see. Have you ever heard I of see. that Dean Coons boy? <laughs> he could tell a twisted tale. Let me dogs tell you. with hands. Dog with dogs with hands. Dean, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, the, I only uh, ever read a one Dean Coons novel. But anyway, keep going. Well, I mean, I. Well, it's, and, and nobody takes unsolicited work. Well, and, and do no. they? Well, well, nobody in the movie industry takes that. That's the problem with the movie industry and screenwriting as a whole is that you have to have an agent 
and to get an agent, that that's the catch twenty two. Well, and that's one of the things that because no one takes unsolicited work. It's for the indie for the indie presses. What you more have are like uh, submission calls. So yeah. you'll have like a press say we're open for submissions between X date and X date, and here's what we're looking for, and here's our specs. So you know, that's, so they're looking for, uh, and I'm not being sarcastic. But they're looking for maybe an evil truck comes to life, or or they're looking for some sort of creature feature novel, or they're looking for a science fiction novel, and it needs to be three to four hundred pages, and it needs to have X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. it's it's along those lines. It's, it's so for for a movie thing, it would be Corman in the seventies and sixties. You can do basically what you wanted to. Yeah. As long as it had, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but if it had tits like uh, once every act, you got a car crash here, here, and here. And there was so much blood and action, then you could go make the movie you wanted. Death Race. It Death is, Race is, is an example. Just that that makes head. sense. I can see why that would, from a sales perspective, why that would be something but, that but, they would. You know, but, and, and that's the way it was. So, yes, you have, I have to do these, but that's there's amazing freedom in that. So I was just asking, is it something like that or what? It's, I mean, you don't, and this is this is a big discussion too, as far as like, do you write to market or do you write, you know, what? The story that that makes sense to you, the story that, you know, and and I'm not I don't actually think there's a correct answer to that question. There's because the other part of it is like with the number of indie presses that are out there and and we have some just fucking amazing, wonderful indie presses that are doing incredible things with, you know, very small budgets. Um, And they might put out a submission call and and it's, uh, you know, might be a lot wider than that. It might just say we're looking for anything with, you know, supernatural. We're looking at haunted houses. We're looking at ghosts, you know. No, I mean, and it depends. Sometimes you'll have a call like uh, that's, you know, we want, yeah, like you see, you know, creature features or we want, you know. But a lot of times a little wider than that. They have more of a scope on the length uh, because there's a price break point um with the smaller presses it's more expensive for a smaller press to print to print a longer novel it makes the novel itself more expensive so, so like, 300 is your magic number 300 pages i'd go down to 200 um really? yeah i mean i had no concept of that when i wrote whispers in the dark it's 109,000 words ended up being like 317 pages it's 19 dollars 95 cents it's more expensive than a lot of stephen king paperbacks which, before I understood how that worked, I was like, this is really embarrassing, you know? Because it's like, why would you pay that much for, you but know... Stephen King paperbacks are longer than that. I've it's owned, it's I because of the larger... Set, there's a bunch over there. It's the larger presses. Books. It's there, um, and I don't know, I mean, I am not a publisher, but it's, No, they just have easier access the, to... Yeah, it's the they buying power. They publish more, how much you buy. Yeah, it's deal. that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah you, <laughs> that makes sense. you can, when you, you know... So it looks, and and again, it's interesting because I've heard a lot in the larger publishing industry that novellas are like not a thing, you know, there's just no market for them. But in the horror market, it's huge. Like that's, that is really a sweet spot if you can, if you can fit a story into that. Into 200 pages. Yeah. Well, yeah. 200 is still really novel. Novella, you're looking at we have the like word count. Um, yeah, mean, maybe more I mean, like the 150. Mist, the Mist is 100 between 120 for 20. The Mist is about 150. I consider that. Yeah, a I mean that's pretty. Yeah, that's that's pretty much a novella. It's it varies, you know, by it. But yeah, I guess I don't know the definitions as well as you do. Sorry. We were just having this discussion on word count. I, I think I said no more like the word count than than anything else. Oh, okay. But, oh, sorry. It's a <laughs> So, James, James. What's Bersinus? So it's, it's, the, it's when Bernice says Bersinus. I just That's mean swelling. That's a really horrible joke. Mommy, oh. not to talk. Oh. Stop looking at the big it's phallic just right, in the air. It's right in my face. Well, out of all of them. 
You're the one into the whole slapping thing. <laughs> so when we were talking Just, about about uh, you know the publishing process and all right. that stuff, we're one of the things. things Let's applause! Yay! I'm going to. You were having a serious comment, and you made it interesting, um, Chad. (laughs) How dare you make that touching feet? (laughs) Um, But one of the things that I've been told several different times (laughs) is to get out, sir. Put your shirt back on. Please, please leave the store. Um, (laughs) But agents. And, and looking at agents and stuff, and I know there's now somebody recommended to me. Someone uh, was trying to help me, and they said um, QueryTracker.net. I may be misrepresenting a website, but even just the process of finding an agent and the challenges with oh, that, yeah. uh, and and how specific some of them are and some of them are not. My favorite listing I've ever seen, and I literally was like, I want to read the book that comes out of this. But it was, you know, we're looking for. Jewish feminist mysteries, and I'm like, I want to read one now. Please find that author. Uh, but it's, uh, he's plotting to get Ruth. One. Uh, I think Faye Kellerman might write those actually. Uh, but you know, it's really interesting because this agent specifically said, "I she have queries author? open for." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have queries open my for neighbor. this. Is um, she really? No, that'd be funny. That's Jonathan Kellerman's wife. But. Um. And I might be totally misrepresenting what she writes, but I think I remember there's... Did you read it? Thing. Tell the truth, you don't read. <laughs> yeah, I never read anything at all. You just read your own shit. I just read my own. I do. <laughs> I, it across the it's room. a hair flip. You if, know, if, if I've learned just. anything from following tons don't of authors tell me on Twitter, if you ask all of them, they will tell you, don't read anything, just watch TV. TV will answer all your questions. That's pretty much true. Who do you follow, Nobody. Man? Nobody. <laughs> it's, it's, I follow... Uh, I follow some screenwriters too, but I love, uh, and I know you just got the book, Wonders. Uh, Chuck Wendig is fun to follow. He, yeah. uh, he, he, he occasionally goes off on, on random topics and, you know, and I think I love following him as somebody that wants to eventually write him and John Scalzi both because they're both, here's how we did it. By the way, this won't work for you because it shouldn't have worked for us. Just well, to, and just yeah. to, uh, verify Laurel, uh, Kellerman, Oh crap! I lost it. Oh shit! You never had it. No, 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 no. I've not. Oh, her writing frequently deals with Jewish themes and characters, incorporating them into a framework of the traditional mystery. What? There you go. I'm a now, little proud of myself. Now that was I've a very read specific. No, I have read Jonathan Kellerman's work, and I've I've kind of looked at at Faye Kellerman's, and not quite sure it's up my alley, but. So the answer is no. I, have I want to make so thing. many bad jokes, but I'm not going to because you want to sell some books. <laughs> what a, what, I'm not worried about me staying on the air because they're not going to take me down. <laughs> they would have to watch it. They have what to watch said. and listen to no. Um, so we talked about Twitter. Who are some people you follow on Twitter? Oh well, yeah, and I'll 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 back up and say just real quick on this. It it if you want to write, you know. Then I, then I strongly suggest that you get on Twitter um, because one of the big things that I found out after my book was published in December of last year is that your job is not done. It's just starting. Um, That's true. It is. With any art. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, it's really not the way it used to be, though. Um, With authors, I think it's always been that way for movies. Well, and it, yeah. That's, finishing the short film is just one act of it. Don't you guys agree? Mm-hmm. James and I, I don't know, we spent hundreds of dollars promoting Murder Virgin. 
Uh, yeah. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> a I, I got, of got expensive. Of we submitted to. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say yeah. once, and, and when you do all of that, and my favorite thing is we do have an IMDb it's page a money for that side film. It's yeah. lovely, but it is one of the things where when we put in the budget for it. I got an email from IMDb and it literally said, are you sure this was the budget? <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, spent most this, of that on Little Caesars and wine, boxes of wine. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> um, we, we did not use Screen Actor Guild actors for mm-hmm, a reason. Yeah. We couldn't afford those people. Mm-hmm. But well, anyway, you were saying, so it doesn't end there. Right, yeah, you, you know, and, and it's just one thing that I would, just really strongly recommend is is if you are looking to write, go ahead and get on Twitter. If you have already written something, get on Twitter. If you have published something and you're sitting around with crickets in your living room waiting for reviews, that was me this time last year. Um, get on Twitter because you will learn a lot of things. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of people that I follow that I would recommend. It, most of mine is kind of subject to the horror genre because that's, you know, where I hang out. But um Gabino Iglesias is big. Do you follow him? I do now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. He's he's really he's big on hustle. You know, he has a lot of good advice. Matter of fact, I think that he just published an interview or something. Lit Reactor. Where, yeah. About yeah. his yeah about, about his, his, his last kind of year hustle. Of hustle. Yeah. His last year of hustling. That guy doesn't sleep, from what I can tell. I, I, so does he make him. a living writing? Uh, not yet. Um, but he is a he's a teacher, and he's got two nov- novels in print. And I think at least one or two collections. And I'm sorry, Gabino, I'm going to get that screwed up. I apologize. But um, Zero Don't worry, he's not listening. It's true. He's not. But in case you are, hi. Um, So, yeah. Please subscribe. (laughs) If you want to come on the show, come on. We're going to talk about feet and tea the the first 10 minutes, though. (laughs) We'll buy you bourbon. Um, But uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) I'll buy you bourbon, Gabino, if you come to... If you come to... To Kentucky, you're good. Um, if you come to Kentucky, what about the show? Also, I'll the buy show. him bourbon if he comes to the show. See, aren't you glad you came back so we could treat you more as a friend Wait. this time around? Hey, hold up, this dipshit's never bought us bourbon. <laughs> I, I bought bourbon for people I like, Chad. Oh, okay. Oh, um, how did you bought that cannonball shit? <laughs> That was delicious, and you're a hypocrite. <laughs> I think it's still under the table. Oh, is it? Why am I drinking so. that bad dude like a sucker? You could be drinking cannonball. Cannonball. It's like a cannonball. I don't see any. Bourbon, well, we'll get it out for cool. you in a minute. It's not bourbon. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't see any, but thanks. Um, so yeah, he's good to follow. Um, I would absolutely follow Sci-Fi and Scary. Uh, in there's a lot of review sites, which is where I started, because yeah. I had submitted to a whole lot of review sites to request reviews, and then I started screwing around on Twitter and following them, and that's kind of just where I started with it. So yeah, um, the ladies of horror fiction. Um, mm-hmm. Next month, by the way, is Women in Horror Fiction Month. I screwed that name up, but it's Women in in Horror something. Month. It's in February. Yes, yeah, that's February. It's our month. That's your month. It's our month. The shortest month. It, you know, that happens to a lot of. Uh, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, I just realized that connection. Yeah, but, um, you didn't pick up on that from the moment did from the not, jump. I as did soon as not. you said it, I, I made the connection, and then it's thinking. You know, we like our month. We like our month. We're yeah, cool with yes. it. We like it. It's we've cold. got a we've got a lot going on. Could you know, snow. Could rain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the rain sometimes. I've asked you <laughs> the image of the show. So what do you what, what do you guys celebrate during the month? Well, I mean, do you I, get some sort of pagan ritual. I uh, hope. Yeah, but those are individualized. I mean, okay. that's that's per person. But um, I'm being a kind of a smart ass. But seriously, how do you how do you what do you do? Well, I wasn't. How do you really, publicize it? I wasn't really, you know, much part of the community last year at this time. But um, from what I'm seeing this year, like it's a lot of. I mean, put so, up a woman in the horror tree. You know what? We should. We yeah. need it. 
We need a tree. Um, you do. You can hang everybody's faces. We do. Well, dang, I didn't bring him. We actually have uh, Carly of A Stranger Dream bookmarks makes. Um, show us, yeah, thank you. You. Show us yeah. your goodies. Okay. So, yeah. That is not what I meant by that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I meant she brought well, a bag I'm of goodies. Okay, so we were I really didn't we mean anything. Normally, I mean something by it. Up. Yeah. He, he, went, he went there with it. Uh, um, but I didn't mean it that time. So we will go back to talking about women in, in horror fiction, but this also includes Carly of A Stranger Dream. So this is this is kind of one of these. I'm going to be all over the place with this, but this is kind of one of these cool things that I have found on Twitter. That, so we do. You know, most people are listening now. So can you describe it? Oh damn. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sure. So what I have are a bunch of wicked awesome bookmarks, and they are very amazing bookmarks. Very very Bostonian. Of yeah. They're. I mean, they're they're just beautifully done. They're basically she calls these the paper doll versions because they're you know the like the cutout versions i've got a pennywise i have the creepy ghost lady from 237 from, uh, from room 237 in the shining mm-hmm. um i have Which a death's cool. head moth just you know in case you are watching um i have the demi gorgon which is absolutely yeah, lovely yeah. i have because i am a basic white girl i have okay. this pumpkin uh that says laurel on it to go with my pumpkin spice latte that i drink all year long um so yeah this is it true Fuck yes. If I can get it, are you kidding me? I am so basic. I don't care. I'm not even worried about it. I love pumpkin spice. It's delicious. Oh. You're not big. Are we going somewhere else with that? Just, <laughs> no, there's, James, that's rude. I just, well, I mean, you it's know, hard for me to throw rocks. Chad and I have ordered eggnog lattes before, so. I don't drink also, coffee, but uh, I mock them for eggnog lattes. Diet Mountain Dew, man. And I don't, Diet I, Coke. I just, I you do go not gag question. over in your pillow all you want, so I do not question you. I do what you wish. talk shit to them. I'll take a Diet Coke, too. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I will not Truly, he would prefer a wild cherry Pepsi, Pepsi. No, not anymore. The smell of aspartame. <laughs> oh no, no, I agree with you. Uh, and when I switched, it was almost impossible. But I don't like coffee. I have a coffee just tastes bad to me. It's a, it's a, some some sort of genetic flaw that I have. So I need caffeine though. And one no. one will sacrifice for caffeine. My mo- wife made me give up Vibrant. Oh, oh, what? Say, say something else. Give up what? Vibrant caffeine pills. You, what you can do, you see, is crush them up and you mix them with normal Mountain Dew and you take the paste and put it under your tongue. I did this entire thing in front of a student once and they started gagging. It was great. That is, that might be the most redneck it's better than the today. cocaine he used to sniff. I'm joking. He would never pay for cocaine. No, no. Vibrant, I've been out with him so vibrant. many times that I was like, when yes. you buying the coke? And he wouldn't buy. Just vibrant. Just vibrant, man. <laughs> Peter. Just vibrant. Uh, but... Yes. One of the things, so speaking, getting back to women in horror. Yes, women um, in horror. Because obviously that's what you want to talk about. Women in horror, though, women have always had a place in horror that has been ignored. Because people think Mary Shelley, but What's I mean. A, they, uh, but why wouldn't they? I, but, mean, I know, but before you even had Dracula, vampires used to be real ruled by Camilla, was the first vampire novel. Nobody remembers it because Bram Stoker wrote Dracula and everybody Yeah, I think there's some movies that deal with it. But Camilla was a. There's strong a chicken over yeah, felt guns lesbianism and all and it was written well before Dracula. Who was but, the author on that? Oh, who was Gonzo? The, who was the author on? Uh, it's a fucking know. Muppet. Why is everyone ignoring <laughs> Camilla the Chicken? I'm ignoring <laughs> you because you're not contributing. Muppet Chad agrees. Babies, make her dreams come, come true. true. Aw, can you go on another podcast and get that? <laughs> We're special. No, who could? <laughs> We're special. We get a government check for taking care of our own selves every month. Sheridan Lafanu. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Is Thank that Spanish? Eighteen seventy. Oh, that's after uh, Frankenstein. No, preceding. It preceded. Oh, I know. That's anyway, after um, Frankenstein. So, I, I, about twenty-six years. But um, I believe it was a male author. But I mean, so women as yeah, Irish author Joseph Sheridan left for new. But and we get Mary Shelley for Frankenstein, but she also wrote one of the first uh, plague novels, followed up Frankenstein. And, and I say all this to say there's always been female horror characters. There's been female authors, obviously. It always blows my mind that we live in a society where we where people ignore that. Well, it's because in I mean, in large part, and what you, what you will commonly hear this is this is another part I really like about the the sort of community I'm in. And I mean, you've probably noticed it too. Is like the just the focus on diversity. Mm-hmm. And what you will commonly hear, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with people who say this. They they mean it correctly when they say, well, I don't pay attention to gender. I don't pay attention. You know, I just pay attention to the book. And that's fine if, you know, we can, you know, absolutely, yes, across the board, everyone is equal. But then if you're not expending the effort to find it, you're not going to find it. Because if you go look on the shelves of any bookstore, if they have a horror section, it is dominated by like the same five guys, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm not knocking them. I mean, Stephen King, I love Stephen King. I love Joe Hill. Um, you know, there's there's a number of authors that are on those shelves that I admire greatly, but they are not the only, you know, authors that are available. They're certainly Fucking not the Paul only Dean authors that are worth reading. Werewolf move? <laughs> Did Paul oh my god, it wasn't werewolf. It was a meatloaf recipe. <laughs> Butter than dead. Turned bad. Butter than dead. Butter than dead. It's butter, y'all. It's butter than dead. Then say something racist but, after butter than you dead. Well, and you know, I mean, it's and when, then you then she ends up dead at the end, right? Uh, Paula yeah. Dean. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, um, well, that's the only fair way to end. It <laughs> seems like a lot of people get all you with a lot of shit. Okay, write that, write that, you guys. Um, oh, you're okay with that, but yes, screw our other ideas. But the, the you know, the, I'm just the, more about watching Paulie Mel. But you know, one means. of the yeah, one, of the, one of the authors that I got exposed to, um, I, I was in college, I guess, was Poppy Z. Bride. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I've read Poppy um, Z. Bride. Yeah, and, and she's still writing. Um, does anybody know? She's bigger than mine. Yes. Yeah, she's yes. she was. Uh, Let's see, I have a copy of one. And I, I believe, and then... I believe, and I'm, I may be reversing this, but I believe it. Um, he is writing. Uh, went through gender reassignment. I, oh, trans! I did not know that. I didn't know trans, that. Either. So trans. So was, was, was transgender. Okay. And was the, and, what, and now, did he have? She is now Billy Martin. Okay, I was going to ask and if so, he had a well, name Well, no change. wonder I can't okay. find her damn books. Well, and, and quit writing for you. And the only reason I know this was I read, and, 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 and Joe, you're going to slap me for this, I know. But one of the reasons that I discovered Poppy Z. Bright in college is because Harlan Ellison went off on a rant and said, if you don't know who Poppy Z. Bright is, you're wasting your time and mine. On one of his rants that he used to do. On, on I and, think and I, I knew I, I picked up. I picked up Poppy Z. Bright because of that. But I read it, and and it's it's um, a lot of short stories. Yeah, a lot yeah. of. But they they stuck with me because I was like, "There's most of them involve some sex, most of them involve violence." But every one of them, you could take away the sex, you take away the violence, you would change the story. I'm not saying that sex is there just for to sell sex, but 
but there's still something about the lyric quality of that writing that gets under the read skin. her in so long i think like her a, last novel was in two or his novel was in 2006 so it's been uh, a while well and, 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 and the only reason i know anything I'm about to remember it was, who introdu- i think it was a woman who introduced it or introduced her to me or now him but you know the, that's one of the things that uh oh no i'm sorry 2016 i was just oh, saying, wow he, yeah that's he was, crystal empire he was going to return to writing but i know uh lives in new orleans i believe and lost their home to uh, he and his partner lost their home or it badly oh, damaged in a no. storm, oh, that's and awful. they lost so much. And they at one point, I know they were doing a, a Kickstarter or something to restore the home. And, and now every so, every book that she sells from now on way, is from, going to the Poppy Z Bright. What's his new name mine, foundation? But, that I sell. That's only going to get you like. I don't know, fifty bucks a year. Was Poppy Z Bright? I don't think that's their actual name, though. Was no, no was that a pen name? name? It's a pen name. Yeah, I from, yeah. His his prior pen name. Yeah, we gotta, this gets confusing. Well, I know, but we gotta. No, no, and it's, it's he, the, he. I mean, it's. But yeah, you know, I think that's that. But I say all that to say I think that's one of the things that I do love about the horror community, um, because that has been ongoing f- for twenty years, and it. Poppy Zebright, now, uh, what was it? Billy Martin. Billy Martin. You know, it wasn't even, quote-unquote, hidden. And I think so much of that. I think about science fiction, which is my other big love. Yeah. Dorothy Fontana recently <coughs> passed. She went by the pen name D.C. DC Fontana. DC Fontana. Oh, and yeah, having that's to hide big. Gender yes, yes, yes. And having to do, and horror always seems to have, and I'm not saying there's not bias, because Lord knows, there, it's everywhere. And it's not just genderous. But... For some reason, it seems like horror is more welcoming in some ways. Than well, horror and... Did you think... I think science fiction is slightly Science more fiction too. is to a point, but I think... Genre. Can we say genre? Yeah, yeah. There, there's, I think there is some challenges I, of gatekeeping. You know the cool thing about horror, and to me, and and, I, and Chad and I, we talked about this in a previous episode, and he said, we we're talking about horror my favorite movies. They're not... I, probably some sort of dark fantasy is. I, don't, I, also, I love just movies. But the thing that I love about horror is that you can tell any story within a horror framework. And you will buy into it. You can put any story in a horror framework. Anyone. Because the the conceit, or what a lot of people... This this is more specific towards movies, but it's not... I think think it's true of, of both. Of just storytelling. Is that it was the Western. You can tell any story in a Western. I slightly disagree. I think you can tell any story in a horror. There is a certain amount of buy-in when I say this is a horror movie that if you're as an audience, you're going to say, okay. Yeah. That yeah. you'll take another step you forward. Suspend, you will suspend, you'll suspend a little bit a more disbelief degree. for just That's another true. thing. I think, to me, probably the greatest thing about horror is I can tell or you can tell any story in that. As long as it, like any genre, has expected outcomes and expected tropes. As long as you stay in this, once you set up your world, don't violate your don't own violate your world. And if you're in a That's horror a and you deliver it, X, yeah. Y, and Z, yeah. right, you can tell any story you want. Whether yeah, that yeah. be you, you about someone have... transitioning, whether that be someone, and you can tell it in so many different fascinating ways that aren't necessary. That here's the here's the text, here's the subtext, and here's the fucking floor text. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Down well, here in the and, basement. And it's interesting too that you say it like that because this is I'm 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 working on a project that I hope 
Hopefully. Do you need a director? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you to direct me to write the shit that I need to write. But it's... um. You should write Bonehead's new short film. There you go. Because Bonehead isn't writing it. Put <laughs> these <laughs> things on your hands. Put them on the cardboard. Move it! Move it! Thanks, <laughs> man. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Oh, I'll my put you God, in the that's what I've been doing wrong. I've been putting Coke bottles have on a, my hands and doing that scene. Uh, for... We have a writer at work, and I swear I just stopped because she just she's a antisocial in every stereotype. And I always and I swear she never laughed not one time of me going by going. I don't hear any clickety clacks. <laughs> she don't had nothing back. to say about that. No, I thought it was funny. But really, I'm only here to entertain myself. Oh, she had tons of things. People as long as you've got that handled. She had truly to... know that it's really if I'm laughing. She had tons of things to say. She just sent them all to HR. She sent them all. Oh, well, the HR is yet to come talk to me. But yes, Laura, but, we don't hear any of the clickety clacks yeah, on the Bonehead well, movie. Not, yeah, not not right at the not right at the moment. But yeah, one of the one of the projects I'm working on for Women in Horror Fiction Month next month is has to do with marginalized voices, and and it's one of those things like again that. And, you know, I mean, if you don't think about it, if you're not exposed to it, if you're not talking to writers who are those marginalized voices, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't realize how much you're missing out on when they're not able to get their stories out there for other people to read. And I mean, it's because the 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 variation, the the different upbringings, the different challenges that you come across when you grow up, you know, LGBTQ, when you grow up. Um, in a different ethnicity, you know, any kind of minority like that. There's just so much to it. And, you know, I mean, there's there's a lack of character sometimes included in it, you know, and there's a lack of and some of that has to do with understanding. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I'm I'm afraid to write a character that I don't understand well enough to express well. But the way that you resolve that is you read those characters as written by people who know something about it and you spend time with people so that you right. You know, it, I just think it's something that's important that's that's being done. So what are you writing? Me personally? Oh, this project? Or you're talking mm-hmm. about just everything I'm working on? Well, you're on. talking about it. So is it an essay? Is it a short it's story? More, it's, more of an, it's more of an essay. It's a, it's a guest post um, for... I'm, I'm a guest contributor for a review site. Hi, Patrick. Called um, Deadhead Reviews. Pinkies up. That sounds fancy. Isn't it? We're fancy, aren't we? We're fancy. F-A-F. Yes. I'm so fancy. fancy. We are fancy fuck. as fuck. Um, fancy free? Yeah. So loose and fancy free. Ready for the big time. Is it ready for, for me? me? Moving right along. Do, 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 this do, do, is do. almost a musical that you guys do. We this sing a lot. Nice. And you obviously don't listen to the show. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's okay. I still owe you a review. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was thinking about 30 minutes ago and God, Jesus, you're a fat asshole. <laughs> Not you, me. Um... <laughs> James Wood review. review. I know. James, James Wood review. That's one I, I, I think that's one I did buy the book. Didn't you, want the, didn't you want the shekels more than the review? <laughs> no, reviews sell books. Not the I, one I'm about to write. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> then you can say something. No, no. I, but I, 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 I accept all reviews. Um, negative, positive. Whether they're, whether they're incorrect or not. No. my it's You know what? It's not for everybody. You can you can hate it and we can still be <laughs> chill. That's not it. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, no, but I'm just saying in general. I asked you to write the Bonehead movie, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> For exposure, right? Yeah. yeah. For, you're going to pay me to exposure. You get paid as soon as these three motherfuckers get paid. I, I died of exposure. I died, uh, yeah. The, uh, one of the things that you said that actually triggered a thought in my head was being able... all the other ones, right? Well, no, I mean, sometimes there's just... The, the, the wheel's turning, but the hamster's dead. Hmm. Uh, I have that problem. But you mentioned knowing and, yeah, and getting... Yeah, the zombie hamster. Kill it! 
getting to know the way answer days but you uh you, you mentioned you know the value of other voices and things like that and it actually triggered one of my favorite scenes and and i guess technically a horror novel that i've read in the past two years i've now actually used it in class is this from a goosebumps um, no it's lovecraft country Goosebumps and is fucking awesome anyways. Is it? Yes. Uh, is it? Yes. It's Dude, a gateway drug. I, I was missed it. I was, I, gonna... missed, I, was a, I was Fear Street, which is pre-Goosebumps. Ooh, you know, Fear Street was good. And Fear there's Street a few good. of those. It's a different age range, though. I feel like Fear Street's older. Yeah, my kids Well, I was reading it younger. As we're, you know, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. I, I think I read Misery. When did you read your first Stephen King? I read Misery in the seventh grade, I think. In the seventh grade, I read it. Yeah, seventh grade. Uh, but anyway, the Sorry, Country, got off on a which, is, which is becoming a TV show. Yeah, I, and I hope they do justice. But because my favorite scene in Lovecraft Country, and the reason I tell students they need to read it, <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking of is, cut look up. She left me <laughs> for another dimension. <laughs> that bitch is gone into the great big bleakness of hell. Took <laughs> uh, <laughs> the damn dog. Oh the my head god! Squid monsters. Oh my god! Why don't people record that album? Sci-fi scary, I love this it. This is see, this is this is the this is the Kraken. That's the, the, the Kraken or on. is it Kraken or Kraken? I say Kraken, but it's probably wrong. <laughs> it's release the cracker? Release, Kraken. release the Kraken. <laughs> release the Kraken. Hold on, let uh, me let me start doing my knee back and forth and we'll release the Kraken. That's so you have you have a Lovecraft Lovecraft country. But Lovecraft Country, there's a, there's a scene <laughs> in Lovecraft Country where near the end of it, the the if if anybody's not read Lovecraft, Country, Lovecraft Country is about. Uh, it's funny that Green Book was made later, but there used to actually be a safe travel guide for African Americans. Yeah, when they're driving book. across, and that's kind of the background of Lovecraft Country. Is it's the nephew of the guy that runs that business and all that stuff, and then. Uh, the father disappears and he has to go find them. And there's some white supremacy. The cover for the book is... It basically blends Cthulhu with white supremacy. And it, it sounds really weird to do that, but it works really well. But there's this scene where the, the, the warlock, whatever, villain says, you will uh, if you try to fight me, you'll spend the rest of your life looking over your shoulder having to wonder who's watching you and all that stuff. And the protagonist, who is an African-American in the 1950s, starts to laugh. And he says, that is our day-to-day life. And I read that entire scene, and I was like, that is... I'm not an African-American male. I've never... But I was like, that line, that that interchange, was... I, I literally was like, this book... And I use it in class. I teach higher ed and social justice but i'm like you can read this book as as an option for the course well you can can i mean you can connect with that and that is such a a benefit of using art in that fashion and it's just a really great because a for me it gives them the history that yes there used to actually be you had to buy a travel guide to say you don't want to stop at this hotel that's horrible you'll disappear yeah uh or you know you can eat at this restaurant but only between five and nine and stuff like that, and and it it gives that actual historical context. Matt Ruff, I believe, is the author. Um, he does a great job of giving the history, but then he weaves in this Cthulhu Lovecraft type mentality. And I I, I probably read that book in three sittings because I was like, I can't. I want to know what happens. I want. Did and you then, know that there's such a a thing as? Had you ever heard of cosmic horror? Yeah, yeah, I, and, and I'm uh, speaking you mean like 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 the color out of space and 
Mean, well, yeah, but like a whole. I mean, I, I mean, I, I just didn't know that there was like an entire genre that's basically just like has those elements of cosmic horror sort of pulled from Lovecraft, and there's a lot of it. I mean, I, I didn't know that that was a thing, but it's. I would, yeah, I don't know. Well, there used to, I, well I didn't know. Is there a ton? Actually, yeah. Well, there used to be an entire card game called Mythos back when card games were huge. You had Magic, but Mythos was... And it was all... Like, you could get cards of Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft, and you'd do all the interactions. Boom! I'm surprised we both had the energy to even reach across, James, and do that. It would have been even weirder if you all did the Wonder Twins thing and one of you changed form. I'm almost through part two of uh, Dracula because I didn't sleep. Is it good? It's good. I like the guys playing Dracula. Okay, I want to watch it. I've I'll heard... eventually get to it. Have you guys watched The Witcher at all? Yes, Not yet. I, I want to watch it. I just, I we just watched the first episode. Is it so bad it's good, good, like people say? Mm. I've heard it's non-linear. Like, or it's linear, but it doesn't. Like, it'll the be like... timeline, will, <coughs> if you're not paying attention, the timeline will mess with you. That's what it seemed like just from the first episode. Oh, it gets worse. From some of the stuff that they refer to. I mean, I th- I, I'm taking it for what it appears to be, and it's entertaining. Yes, it's, it's entertaining. Straight it's not straight up entertaining. Yeah, yeah. All I've heard is that the coin for the Witcher or whatever will get stuck in my head, and my, yeah. maybe it can finally replace Lizzo. <laughs> why are men great till they gotta be great, Chad? I just took a DNA test. Uh, uh, Chad, you got a question? No, just I'm gonna... just... Kind of hung up oh, on the yeah. DNA test thing. I do have some questions. So okay, you please brought, proceed. I, and we'll get to one other thing here. But what? Yeah, you were talking about. Can you go through? First of all, how would you, can you go through doors? For, <laughs> <laughs> Elevators. So how do you find out about these small presses that take submissions? Um, there's, it, there, there used to be the, the the publishing handbook or whatever it came out every year and it had everybody's address. Yeah. What was it called? I, I there's Probably a couple. I, there's, of I've got a couple I know what you're it. talking about. I can't remember. That what was the name something of it in the nineties. I was told yeah. that. I was told that if I went to the crossroads and brought a virgin, <laughs> and then he had to bring himself. That's actually the the name of the novella that I'm working on right now is called Crossroads. So yeah. is it really? Go. That's apropos of nothing. But there you go. I like to talk about myself. So no, no, well, no. That's, I, so we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so come back to you. <laughs> How would they You're find just out a about guest this? on the show. Why That's did you just think me. this was going to be like, I don't you know. shut up while that guy <laughs> never shut the fuck up talks for another 45 minutes. I, you know what? Women have not fought for our month in horror fiction for that kind of bullshit. I'll be I talking, agree. damn it. I agree. Now I want to make really horrible sexist jokes <laughs> because we're friends. <laughs> and this is why we're, and we're probably not that close, so I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Will you please tell me, how would they get that? Well, I can tell you. Um, do you the, need an agent? No, you don't. You don't need an agent. I, I have an agent. Full disclosure, I do have an agent. Um, I know mostly. Bond. <laughs> no, that's, that was lame. I'm sorry. It's no, it's not. good. I'm it gonna go back me... to swallowing coke tabs. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you're. He's doing never really getting through the airport. I'm not content with LSD. No, I'm going to swallow entire tabs. I'm worried about my nose, so I'll just swallow them. It really only gets him back to normal. (laughs) (laughs) With that level of exhaustion, you actually have nothing. (laughs) I'll take one. I might be able to make it home. Um, I, the... Mo- again, I mean, I hate to I hate to be a broken record, but most of them that I hear about are through Twitter. Okay. Because you know I follow a lot of the presses, and I you know I'll say for anyone listening, because seriously, here's the thing: um, there's a lot of people who can write and who should write, and you know what? Fucking welcome to the table. 
there is room and do not let anyone fucking tell you that there isn't. It's one of the things that it's a big peeve for me is anyone acting like, oh, another writer. Yeah, there's a lot. And it's great because readers read and writers read as well. So if you want to do it, I strongly suggest it. I would get on Twitter and I would follow some of these presses. Um, one, Some of the ones that I really love to follow, uh, Gray Matter. Hi, Tony. We love you. Um, also, uh, do you know all these men? I don't like. No, all like met them. Why did you assume Tony was a man? Tony yeah. is a man, but, what, what, but I mean, all there's, all, because well, there's been there's been you've, there's like well, three. it just happens to be you know. Like are these they are, all dudes? This whole horror movie women industry horror women industry is controlled well, by men. It isn't. No, is it is not. Bullshit. It's not. Well, it's not. But I will tell you one thing that I like is like what? there there yes there are a ton of men involved in this, but they're all like. Fuck yeah, women in horror, you know, right. and that's that's what I love about it. Um, but yeah, Silver Shamrock is another really good one. Um, is it named after what I think it's named after? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know it's what you Halloween think it's named three, after. Silver Shamrock. I will have to. I will have to will you, tweet Silver you, Shamrock and ask. Will, at, will you at me or add me to that, and then I will follow them, and then I, I, I'm more than happy to follow up. Yes. That. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, because yes, that's three, a good that's a good question. I did witch, not know Silver Shamrock. Was not sure. Okay, we will check on that. Um, Flame Tree Press is another really good one. Um, Tor. Um, Accession Press. I probably uh-huh. pronounced that wrong. And uh, Grindhouse. There's probably like, I, I'm going to miss like a whole no, bunch no, of them. No, but but I mean, cool. you know, those are all good ones. And then it's one of those things when you're on it, you see more suggestions, you know, of who to follow. You see people tweeting and people will sort of retweet when you've got like an open submission and thing like things like that. So that is that's kind of the best way that I would find to, you know, to okay. do it, to find the presses to follow. Um, and I want to say, I think somebody there, there are probably centralized things where people, you know, keep kind of more track of what the open call submissions are. But I am nowhere near that organized. So. The last time you were here, I know James has some questions, but I want to get through a couple. The last time you were here, in all seriousness, we talked about your writing uh, as far as your process and your day-to-day and stuff like that. Because I I hear what you're saying about, yes, you're welcome at the table, go do it. What I want to tell people is that here's your dream. Wake up, tickety-tack, clickety-clack every day, right? Or at least try to. And if you have a dream, whether that's to make movies, make music, make art, right, or storytell, right. Yeah. right? It's all art, yeah. Then just do it. Yeah. And don't make the assumption that that's how you're going to make your living. Oh, well, yeah. That's that's hugely That's important. the last thing I yes. want to get. I get yeah. your point about all the table. Oh, yeah. But they're not yeah, yeah. all going to be Stephen King. They're not all going to be Dean Koontz. They're not all going to be... Uh, who R. was the one? R.L. Stein. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's, that is a good point. That is Not a good point. Not to bring everyone down. No, no. But, but I mean, what? it 10% is a, of authors make a full time? I don't even, I have I no idea what the percentage would be. <laughs> it has that. to be less than 10%. I would say less. Yeah. And most of the ones who are, who are actually short story or poetry, some sort of published writing who make that, that's their living. It have to be less than 10%. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, the yeah. rest of the writers who make their living are in the are in, in entertainment industry. Wouldn't you think? 
Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely one of those I'm, things. I don't that's, know. You know I'm at somebody, but, but yeah, it's but not, no, no. Uh, along it those used same to be, lines, I think less than ten percent. Uh, along those same lines, though, and and you alluded to this earlier about the the glacial pace, yes. of the process. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to say that's something. And I posted a tweet about this a while back. I have came to realize that it is absolutely true for academic writing, which I would think, oh, I've done fresh research. We need to get this out quickly. Yeah. And it's like, we'll hear back. For, you'll hear back. I got my first quote-unquote good news. It was like the the assistant to the assistant editor said, we have went ahead and forwarded your submission on to the main editor. And I had to walk across the hallway going, is, am I being put off? And they're like, no, you already got main editor, and they're telling you it may only be a year? Yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> and I'm like, what the crap are we doing? And, and Writing so, very so, slowly. Well, and that's and, and so I I made the joke of well I'm gonna crank out four more academic articles and since I'll have a year to wait before I hear anything that's when I'll go back to fiction. Exactly. Yeah. And that, I mean that's that would be my recommendation. Once you get something sent out the door, get the hell onto something else. Mm-hmm. It's a great distraction. That's uh, actually, and it's it's one of the things that I, I now have a research research mentor, and he literally his advice was four things in the hopper at all times, knowing that probably one out of four will get some attention. And I was like, a, yeah, that's, I mean that's probably that's, good. Uh, that, I was like that that stresses me out on various levels. <laughs> And he said, "Well, I'll be honest. Nobody told me that till my third year, and I almost didn't get tenure. So best of luck to you." <laughs> he said, "I'm telling you, year one. Good luck." So let's go. Let's talk about. It. You finished up your novel. Came out last year. I know you're working on your follow up novel. You you were going to do two, right? You're contracted to do two. Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not under contract. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I no, no, you're good. Then. No, no, no. I had uh, at that point my second novel was with my agent um, mm-hmm. for review to determine if it needed edits. Oh, dear God, it did. It needed a lot of edits. Um, And I did those, and I thought that I was done. And then I heard back again and was disabused of that notion. Uh, But, again, I cannot stress enough the importance of uh, good editors and beta readers because, um, yeah, that shit was not ready to shop. I had – she pointed out that I had 50 pages between action at one point. And I was just, I mean, I, I somehow did not see that. I have no idea how. If I'd been reading someone else's book, it would have driven me insane. You know, but I just had all this dialogue. I was and, about to say 50 pages of dialogue. Yeah, in a 50 book. pages of dialogue. And, and it's, I, is even this at, a play? I, well, even <laughs> at one point, it said nothing much happened. And then I went on to describe all that nothing much. And I was like, Jesus, Hightower. But, you know, that again, this is why you need editors, this is why you need beta readers. So that is just about finished with, um, with a couple of beta readers, and then hopefully should be good to go back to the agent. We talk about why James needs beta blockers. You make <laughs> as reasons. long as we're on the, the geriatric again, couch. Vibrant, vibrant. Uh, anyway, um, you need to enunciate one, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. Ah, it doesn't matter. I'm married. Let them think what they will. I'm married and dead. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of zombie hamsters, speaking all up your of. Ass. <laughs> Brackish water instead of blood. Brackish yeah. water. Um, you and Richard Gere. Uh, Richard Gere has never <laughs> had a zombie hamster. My heartbeat. Been a while. Uh, anyway, the uh, he does not talking. accept zombie hamsters. <laughs> His hamsters are alive. Fresh. Well, filling. well in God the beginning. Damn Buddhists have had everything um, left. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and there we lost our Buddhist 
group. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, that speaking, one doesn't even make any sense. Speaking of editing, though, and and, and I, I've again, I, I love following authors. Um, some of them have posted things of that make me go, I am now scared even more of some of this process because somebody tweeted not too long ago, and I'm blanking on who, but the, the their edit cut three quarters of their book and i'm like what happened i cut over 20 i cut about twenty two thousand words this last time um that so that's a more lot. than six and less than forty thousand. how many pages is that um Roughly. it i think it was about 60 pages yeah i think it's about 60 pages um that makes sense but it's it's one of those things like it, you know you've heard the term kill your darlings mm-hmm. and it, it can be really hard on the first pass. Um, but, yeah, I mean, kill the fuck out of them because they're not all great. You know? Well, that's there, there was a, a story, and I, I just heard the story recently. There's a play called The Emperor and the Architect. And when they did it, on uh, it premiered in London. And Anthony Hopkins played the emperor way, way back in the day. And I forget who was the architect. When it came to America, it was the first role that Ron Perlman got cast in <gasps> as an actor. And okay. I would just, I bet he would be great on, on, like, uh, on Broadway. Well, here's the, I thought you were about to say on Bonehead, because did, did you know he was going to be at Comic-Con, and I would have done that panel, um, but he canceled. Oh, that's right, I saw that he canceled. Uh, the, Cried uh, for three hours. That being oh, said. That does suck. It really had nothing if to do you, with Ron I would recommend if you, like, <laughs> if you like interesting uh, memoirs, his Easy Street, The Hard Way is fascinating because he talks about the story. And the reason I'm bringing it up for... Four times in the last uh, three shows. (laughs) The reason I'm bringing it up for the purpose of writing... uh, The play that was written, performed, was four and a half hours. And in the middle was an 18-page monologue that he had to deliver. Oh, And they they practiced this. They practiced it and they knew it was going to fail. Well, yeah. Because American audiences aren't going to sit there. And, And as he said, he goes, Anthony Hopkins is Anthony Hopkins. I was a new kid off the street. Um, but he talks about the story, and he said they performed it, they did the preview show, and the playwright came. And then the playwright at the end of the show came up, and he said, okay, before you do it for a, for an audience, when you do the preview, here's what you can cut. And Ron Perlman said, me and the other actor that I was working with, he says the actor's name, he said, looked at me, did you know you were going to cut this the entire time? And the playwright went, well, of course, but I wanted to do it. I wanted to see my child once before it was taken <laughs> from me. And he said that he cut it down to like two and a half hours. It, he cut two hours yeah, out of the play. Yeah, that would, be, that would and, be necessary. And I literally was sitting there thinking, I, Ron Perlman's a better person than I am because I would have punched him. I would have just, because he memorized four and a half hours of script. Also, I mean, you know, kind of God love him, but that is a bit pretentious. I wanted to see my child once. Before it was taken from We're me. We're all pretentious. I have a question. Go for it. It's the hardest part of the process. Of editing? No, the process. Oh, the entire process. Editing. And it's, I mean, it's because it's such a long, the, when you're, you know, when you're writing, when you're writing something fresh and that's, I've gotten to do a lot of that in the last year, which I'm, I'm thankful for because I've, I'd spent so much time editing. Yeah. Um, and so I have written, I wrote a thriller. It's on its second draft. It's about 85,000 words. Um, and I'm in the middle of a novella that's a little over 11,000 words right now and getting to write the new stuff. 
writing the outline and putting it all together and having it flow and having new characters and getting to know them that is i mean that's that's awesome it's exciting it's invigorating well, because you're figuring it out as you go you're experiencing it as well it's yes but it's it is but it's also, i mean you may have an outline but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you're going to go and you have to figure out how right X and y and Z. right but it's but it's also what's what's <clears throat> fun for me with it especially while at the same time i'm wrangling with this massive manuscript you know of trying to cut where i could on it because it's outrageously huge anyway um to to watch this thing come together at eighty five thousand words which is like a great sweet spot and just like i'd outlined it diligently i knew where what the arc was i knew where i wanted it to go so you outlined the whole thing before you wrote the book yeah but not i mean it's more i outline i outline the story arc okay. you know and so there's room for it to go different places but the the way that it just spun out and came together and, and I was happy with it, you know, it, that that part is so much fun. And um, editing when you get in the swing of it, when you finally kind of crack through and realize, okay, this is what I need to do and this is how I can cut when I need to cut or how I can, you know, solve these problems. Like that, that can be invigorating, but it's only after you've done, you know, it's like the last mile of the fucking marathon when you're... I. I've never run a marathon, but I, I, hear, well, I, I hear that you're I telling, hear that people, you, you, <laughs> that people do these things. I want you to things. look to your left and then look to your right. <laughs> and I'm also going to look down because I don't, I don't no, do, no, no, I don't no, do no, marathons. No, 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 You're very svelte. I want you to look to your Rock right page, and your left. Now tell us more about these marathons. <laughs> marathons? I, yeah, saw, I, I saw this marathon. I hand get movie. gas it, there. It end well. That's, yeah, that's, that's about and it. hot dogs. Hot dogs. Well, there are the rings. Huh? Yeah. Oh, you watched it all in one marathon? Oh, yeah. Nicely done. Well, that, Nicely was it the done. full cut? Or did you you, no, it was the extended. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you do that? Cut? I've always when wanted I, to do when it. When I lived in Louisville and I was alone. Yeah, I was, was going to say, say like, there's, never, as a parent, there's no, no time no, no, at I which you would have an opportunity. I could never make that happen. No. I, didn't, I wasn't even able to make it happen before the kid got here. Okay. I, I have a few more questions. Yes. James, you can bounce in anytime you want. I know... on his crotch. Please don't. Dude, it's listen. had enough abuse <laughs> listen, listen. from me over the years. We've talked about you know this the color. Did I mention those space. teeth? I don't want to get full <laughs> So let's bring that back get... around. We Just so that we can come full circle. We called her toothy. So do you do and have you thought about doing some conventions? So I know a lot of people you are not self published. Kudos to you. A lot of the people I see at the well, let's not shame self-publish people. That may be my only chance, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so yeah, no, well, that's... a friend of ours is self-published, Mick Strong, and we we love him, and he wrote a really great book. And it's uh, and it's it's a non-fiction book about the making of that Real Name Street I've got 4, that. which is very perfect. Right. I bought that one. I I paid for I paid for the signed for the signed version of it. Is there a different price? Did he charge you more? To sign? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to charge But, you know, it's worth it. And and my I swear to God, I didn't know if he'd have done that to me, but I did get pissy because he wrote something very cool for those two a-holes and mine was a mixed um, drawn. What, what was I hers? don't think he wrote something on mine. I mean, he wrote something. Did he, which one of you did you draw a penis on? Wasn't mine. It wasn't, it wasn't drawn. It was photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on mine, he's a friend of the show. On mine, he said that he he was. Oh, I, I wish I had the full thing because he wrote about half a page, and it was about how he was ecstatic, and it just kept building and building his pleasure of knowing that I was going to read his book. And then he sent me a um, 
a device that will show certain bodily fluids and told me to shine it on the page where he wrote that. <laughs> nice. And um, they I got d- all these things. I, I got. You seriously just got. <laughs> I swear to God, I, it's right over there. It's just Mick Strong to Joe. Uh, so, so I don't even know if it says to Joe. I, I like to think because I did. Dick. I retweeted him. I did all of that stuff. We that, had him on the show. I introduced him to his wife. No, that's true. No, no that's true. <laughs> I mean, we did have him on the show. That's but I true. met him first. Well, yeah. Mine said, uh, "Mine said, does this mean I have to buy your book now?" <laughs> I thought that was good, and I was like, "Damn, I need to come up with pithier things to uh, yeah. to sign my books yeah, with." He's a pithy motherfucker. <laughs> he is. He is. No. Well, and actually, as far as the self publishing goes, love too, him. there's there. That's another thing that um, some of the best fucking horror books I have read this year have been self published. Really? And they are. I mean, we're you're not talking that. There's nothing. There is not a damn thing wrong with them. They're they are tightly written. They are incredible stories. They're some of the most inventive shit. It's, I would say, it's, do you think maybe partially? And I'm not saying this is true in all cases, but inventive occasionally gets them in trouble. And by, by that I mean it's because that's one of the back when I used to write, try to write a lot of more short fiction and short stories specifically. A lot of times I would get feedback from editors going, "This is great. This is phenomenal. We don't publish this." And we can't tell you where to take it. And I always thought, oh, they say that to everybody. And then somebody told me that, no, no. If it's a handwritten note, they're trying to tell you, we liked it. What the hell are we supposed to do with it? And that's, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I think I'm, you know, I'm I'm sure I mentioned last time I was on here that uh, horror, just, just in what I wrote, which I don't think was all that particularly outside the box, um, was a hard sell. Because there's there's just a large idea somewhere that horror is dead, but you know you, you see a horror movie released and half the planet goes to see it. So well, I, the, so John Grisham and Stephen King talked about that in an interview where they're interviewing each other about how do people get published, and they both neither one they both admitted to the other that neither one of them been able to get other people published. Yeah, John Grisham said that. there was That's an actual. He gave a specific example yeah. of a friend of his or someone he knew, got him a book, was like, ah, read it, it was like, ah, actually, it's a pretty damn good book, took it to the publisher, and was like, nah, we pass. Yeah. Well, was like, I thought it was a good, and he's John Grisham, how many yeah. books have he sold? Probably knows a little bit about a story that might sell. Yeah, well, and especially if you've got a blurb like that. If yeah. you can put on the blurb of the book, this is, you know, John Grisham, John Grisham found this author and blah, 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 yeah, they I mean, didn't publish it. So, have you thought about doing that? Have you thought about doing some and conventions? And this one on the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you're listening to us, Chad's over there doing the, the famous clickety clack <laughs> with his fingers. If I could actually do this and then eventually turn out a novel, I would. But that looks like she said he's not doing it. I I've met a I lot of them from camp. it, so I'm trying to get I'm, to the. We've yet to answer that question. That's the well. Actually, yes. The, I hang around some cons if you didn't know. The uh, the the big one that I'm planning on attending this year is yes. Scares That Care in uh, Virginia. Okay, what's yeah, that? That is that's a big horror convention. At Do the, they need a moderator? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Seriously, I'll ask. Yeah, please. I, I will ask. Yeah, you I'd love you to are quite uh, you're you're quite well known. You've got no, I'm not. Got, yes, you, you get all you get all the big names, Joe. No, um, I don't. I, I actually we don't did know. have an this Oscar is, winner on the show a few weeks ago. Oh well, yeah, no, I watched, yeah. But that that that's a group thing. Well, still, that's hey, still an Oscar. Group things can be fun. Are we still talking about the same stuff? <laughs> that was a, you that were was saying. a soft setup for that, but yeah, you know, it's. 
Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely going to attend that one. And that is, I mean, I'm, I'm going as a person who will probably carry some of my books with me like a puppy dog in case so you know doing a table or are you no, actually no, doing no, a panel no no no, no you're no. just going yeah i'm just going you're attending yeah i'm attending because at this point for me it's significantly more about just meeting the people that you know i i talk to on twitter and kind of the what i have consistently heard about scares that care is like this is the laid back one where you will be able to have a drink with the uh, with the horror author that you came to meet. Is it mainly you know? horror author- horror authors? Yes. I don't yeah. know what happened to my enunciation. It, it well horror uh, is one that you have to really pay attention to. Because it can. It becomes... I have to pay attention to horrors all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they demand. I pay but... all my attention <laughs> to the horrors. They charge more than attention, but... Yeah, well, it's cheaper in the long run, let me tell you. That's true. Anyway, you were saying... But, yeah, I mean, this this is one that I hear is really fun, and well, it's really... Where's it at in Virginia? I want to say Williamsburg, I think I've, I think I'm familiar with it, and I think I've heard of it. And have you been Have you been to Williamsburg? I have not, no. Chad and I have a Colony Williamsburg story. You do? Yeah, I don't think we can tell it on the mm-hmm. air. No, you cannot. Yeah, you know, Chad wants to keep working. Who yeah. the fuck has a not safe for work colonial well, Williams? Tell you after. Tell, tell you after. His name's Joe. His name's <laughs> Chad, and I wasn't invited. To. Chad wasn't married at the time. <laughs> but he, honestly, this is one on Chad, and it did. Uh, if I hadn't been laughing so hard, I would have climbed under something <laughs> when he screamed it out. <laughs> but, but I was laughing, so I was just as guilty. Um... <laughs> I'll, I'll interject a question here. So one of the things that we talked about Or just last ask time a question. That there was that, kind of a, a... There was a segue. Yeah. Go. Okay. Is uh, segue parking here? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that came up last time that became somewhat... Uh, Controversial. Short, was, you know, Pinhead as a bureaucrat. Yes. <gasps> oh my I, God, I forgot all about that. That was I hilarious. Wanted, I wanted to ask a question. So we, we now brought Pinhead into the office, so to right. speak. Um... If, it just a random question, if you could take a sitcom character and put them in a horror movie, who would Ross you Ross in? Geller into, just put him the fuck with the, yeah, just kill him. Just have him just go to <laughs> fucking get Pinhead back in there and just torture that motherfucker to death. So you Actually, you the entire cast of Friends, just... just My wife. Why do you, why did you, why... That was visceral. <laughs> my wife. So let's no, talk about let's, Ross Geller. So no, no, you pause, you pause for a second. We'll get we'll get on your wife in a second. Somebody should. <laughs> but, well, yeah. well, I would if the eighty six bears would move out of the way. Anyway, moving right along. Why do you feel that strongly about Ross Geller? And tried... then you pissed on friends. Now, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. Well, also here's the thing. Like I, I. I will admit to when I was in high school, like I watched Friends, like you know, at the time it was the on. first few seasons, and like that's fine. But school. when you go back to watch it now, like the ext- the extent of their jokes are, <laughs> Monica's fat. Okay, cool. Like you didn't even try to do anything with She's that. Not fat, and is well, she? She no, was. but that's they keep making that joke. You know, and if they have, it's oh, just on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that plot point. But it was an eternal plot point oh, with God. just like the eternal not funny joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things. I think it's because I recently tried to rewatch some of it, and it's they're just so it's not fucking irritating. Yeah, people no. love it. His wife loves no, it. No, my wife, my wife, not it, as much as when she's And I'm not trying. I'm not. No, no, no. I, but it's I, no Night Court. You can shit on it. Oh, I love Night Court, I but I haven't watched that in a really long time. Here's my challenge so. with Friends: it's hard to get is, Night Court. 
My wife, uh, she does love it, and, and she has her own thing, and I have mine. That's fine. That being said, my challenge with friends is, um, who am I supposed to root for? Like, the guy that makes the coffee. I understand. Gunther, him. yes. Yeah, Gunther has I'm a job. Gunther. He's trying I'll to do his Gunther. job, and he says sarcastic comments to people. And I'm like, Gunther and I are on a wavelength here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be okay with, like, Joey. Yeah, well. Probably. But it doesn't seem like your type. But I don't no, know I mean, like, really I'd well. hang out with him. Yeah, you no, know. he would. Um, no. Maya, the, the reason I was thinking about, I the reason I wanted any. to ask you that no, question. You wouldn't. No, I would not date any of them. I, uh, the reason I wanted you to ask sure. you that question. <laughs> um, I date Gunther. <laughs> Gunther's got a job. Car, career, crib. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> three C's. <laughs> three C's. <laughs> Uh, but the reason I wanted to ask that question is I was, once again, as I sit in my car as I drive often and I drive alone in my car for long distances, weird thoughts pop into my head. And I, one that popped into my head was, why is there not a horror film where Norm's just in the background from Cheers, just drinking? Just, probably just copyright. I feel like there is probably a version of that. Like, well, I've well, got to think about what it would be. Because that's my entire thing. It's like, because I was like, nothing would So you were thinking about something nice where it's like, it's this element of it. And I'm like, who no. can I torture to death with no, a No, no, I agree. Nice. I actually, both of these work really well. Because they I do. was just literally sitting there thinking that as long as you filled Norm's beer mug, He'd Norm's be fine. not going to do it. So you could have put Norm in the background in Saul, and he would not have interfered with that scene. This is as not as funny as Hellraiser bureaucracy. We like you. We like hanging out with you. Well, I like hanging out with you guys. You just want to go Thank to bed you. and leave and go it's hang out with It's one of those things where I get like two hours a night. So, I mean, that's... Why are you getting two hours? Is the kid not sleeping that much? He doesn't go to bed until like... By the time he goes to bed and we get dinner, it's like 8.15. And then we watch... Oh, that must be nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what time, we what, time, what time? What time? Oh, I never get... We never get him to sleep before 9, 9.30. What well, time does I, he get up? I remember. 6.37. That fucking sucks, man. Why? Because that's not very much sleep. For him For you. Him? I mean, he seems fine. <laughs> yeah, he's functioning. He takes he's... a two-hour nap. Usually hour and a half, two hours. He's more than functioning. Your kid... Well, I mean, you're... You know, I've, I've got a toddler, too. I know how they act. Well, you've, hang, you've hung Quint around is my kid. Out, Yeah, he's... You came to the birthday party. He's hilarious. He's so... Well... I, I, I Thank don't. you. You're being very sweet. Thank you. No, he's, well, he's here, got I'm like so a, much personality. He's so, but no, I get you because they also like then punch you in the face and you know kick you in the yeah, crotch. I wasn't gonna say anything, Joe, and, and I know we're talking positively about your child, but I want to go ahead and be honest. Is this about who the dad is? Uh, no, I just want to say for the record, um, the last shipment of drugs your son sold me weren't that good. I wasn't gonna say it. Holy shit! I asked him this tonight. I was like, so the, he's like, this Quint's, Quentin's house, and I said, oh yeah, yeah, it's, uh, bro, it's, it's our house. Yeah, I, I paid go, Did mortgage. you buy it? He goes, yeah. <laughs> said, no, yes, no. It's right outside here. I was grilling a hamburger. <laughs> the other day, I said, are you maturing? I'm oh, sorry, I'm not gonna get into those. <laughs> I, I sound so much like a dad. I, was just, I am a dad. You are a dad. I am a dad. But <laughs> I, you gave me, it's one of those things you just click it. It's like, oh, this is the most uncool thing. By the way, I, I mm-hmm. used to be very afraid of horror films and stuff like that. And I, I love horror as a genre now and everything. But Did I must admit. Horror. 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 Like he's trying really hard to make sure that he does the pronunciation horror. correctly. Horror. Vibrant. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, so, no, so I'm not getting that one. Vibrators and whores. But uh, I have found nothing's more terrifying than my children. And I love them. Oh, dear. on a number of levels. But because um, yeah, it's literally right now, if your kid walks in, 
covered in blood, you have to make that decision going, do I call the cops now? Do I find out whose blood that is? Do I... I well, nobody else has this experience? Okay, never mind. Let's pretend that made this up. Yeah, I was just bitching about getting him to bed late. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that is us. <laughs> We're just not very good parents. Is anyone at this age, though? Like, what do you mean at this age? I'm no, 41. No, at the child's age. At the child's age. This is all just survival. That's it. And that's it. Chad, it, it this is survival just, horror. Chad and James know a lot more about this than I do. They've got older children. Well, no, but they've been raising them for years. I've already forgotten. I would love to tell you it gets better, but it just gets weirder because it's my daughter different. and my son both. They have different problems. Well, and they don't sleepwalk or anything, but occasionally my daughter will just get up and I'll be reading on the couch because I don't dare to turn on the TV because heaven She'll forbid it wakes up. your throat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better because I'll just be reading. Captain Cr- and, and you get that you get that weird feeling Why that you like, you're not alone in the room. Like it's almost a supernatural feeling. And I look over and she's just standing there going, I didn't want to bother you, Daddy, but I can't sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, how long have you been standing there? Does she but, walk in? Piss in the floor and say you're going to die up there. <laughs> Pretty blood. I would prefer that because at least I'd be like, oh, she got in the middle of the floor. She spider walked down the stairs. stairs. She's yeah. putting on a show. But and that's I think that's one of the reasons I I appreciate actual stories of terror more now because I'm like, listen, my kid walks into yeah. a room and scares yeah. me. Like, oh, bring on the demons and the devil because my daughter walks into a room or my son will be like, I woke up, couldn't sleep. So what's the logical thing to do? I won't wake mom and dad up. I'm just going to stand above their sleeping form until their eyes open. And I'll just be right there. As one does. There. As one does. You know, yeah. Sebastian and I were at the park. Like, I mean, this was like this past summer, but we were playing at the park. And he starts talking. To, he wasn't very vo- vocal at this point, And he started talking about teeth. And I was like, oh, your teeth? No. Mommy's teeth? No. Whose teeth? And he gets this look and he goes and points toward this like enclosed little copse of trees over there. I'm like, you know what? We're fucking leaving. Yeah. I don't even know why we went straight to teeth. That's horrifying. We're out. We're done. I don't know what's back there, but we're gone. It could have been what worse. A you could have great... ripped out the Ziploc bag and gone, yeah. <laughs> What a great start to it. Like, but if that was a horror story startup, you would have somebody say, me. that's not believable. <laughs> so that what? a child would just randomly talk about teeth in but the forest. But they do. But anybody but knows do. that they would. Yeah, if you've that's been around my daughter. Um, Are we going to keep talking about your children? No, I, I, just because, and that's why I think horror doesn't affect me the same way. Because it's a different. You, we were different driving, and, and this story still gets to my wife. Yeah, this is how you drive, Chad. Or how I drive. I don't know how you For do. you all listening, all three just, of the a holes on the couch. <laughs> Join us, Joe. Oh, no, I'm the only one. Bring the power. Bring the power. With their mind on their uh, money and their money on their mind. But. I, my, Wonder Twin Power is activated. Are you I dirty? Know, I want to know if any of you all dirty, have had dirty, this. Dirty. I know our kids are a little older. My daughter, when she was like, I don't know, two years old, we were driving. And she goes, this reminds me of the time I couldn't get out of the car. And I was like, what? what? No, what? he's never done that. And I was like, I, and, and I think my son was just born. He goes, yeah, I couldn't get out. My my sister and we she doesn't have a sister. My sister could get out and she lived, but I died. You know, the, that's, that's just some past life bullshit. <laughs> I believe that. I, 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 I believe was, that. So so I was sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, I can't write this story, but I am creeped as no. hell out. Okay, here's where I think changes, and not that I didn't have any respect for these people or not, but the horror is different in the sense of r- realistic horror. Uh, St. Jude commercials are horrific. 
Oh no, no, it's oh, she's not, not yeah. or sad and yeah, horrific, no, and and yeah, then no. you start playing out scenarios. So it's a different kind. Well, it's it's the same horror. thing. I mean, I think once it's I had not so kids, much of the, it's not so much. Uh, from another even, demi- dimension and, with Cthulhu sings. I think the blues. even yeah. and, and giving credit to your book as well, but it's Pet Cemetery. Your book. Once you involve that kid, mm-hmm. once yeah. the kid becomes, for lack of a better term, and I, I'm saying this poorly, but once the kid's a pawn, once once there's a chance that I now that I'm a parent, like before, it'd be like, oh, I even made the comment before I had kids. If your kids possess, what do you do? But now it's that much more real because it's like using your novel as an example, maybe Rose can just walk away and say, screw this town, I don't care. But as soon as... It's just Memphis, anyway. Yeah, as soon as the kids, you have a child that you you can't walk away anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, you have a hostage to fate until the end of time. Yeah. And it's, yeah. God, that's a good way to put it. Did it's, you steal that or did you I did, that? I did. What'd I stole that. that. I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. I've heard besieged by fate, which has been surprised said of his characters, but hostage by fate. That's, that's a hostage. Yeah, you have a hostage to fate at yeah. that point. I, so like you I, can't. Yeah, I, I think that changes, and that's I guess good. that's kind of sorry. I, I love you, the good writing. That's good. As you keep writing, I guess that's one of the questions the that I did that? want to ask. <laughs> it's a shot. Quint. Quentin's got a rifle coming down here. here. Uh, Zombie <laughs> hamsters up there getting shot. What are you doing, Daddy? <laughs> what are you doing? Um. I'm up, here, I'm up here killing daddy. <laughs> killing. I, don't I don't know, know why he became Italian and a <laughs> bad Italian. I'm not. It's what but are you do, doing, do daddy? You, do you think the uh, daddy, as you continue to write, is is parenting having any impact on you? Yes, hugely, and it's it it's not. It, I, I and, but imagine. it's but it also like so I you know I've got a friend um, and he he's the one who's kind of heading up Deadhead reviews at this point, uh, Patrick, and he he and his wife recently had a baby, and we you know just been we had talked a little bit about, you know, the themes of parenthood, like kind of affecting our writing. And like that, that's a big thing that's happened with me is like the, the crossroads novella that I'm working on right now has, you know, almost entirely to do with like motherhood and sacrifice. And it's, that sounds really boring, but um, hopefully it won't be. As long as they're human sacrifice. As long as they're human sacrifice, you're probably human. (laughs) But it's, um, you know, I mean that, that, it's one of those like you know you write what you know sort of things and and at this point that is what I know you know that's that's kind of what is more on my mind and like there's a short story I'm working on that kind of has to do with uh, you know just being mo- mothers being somewhat overworked and underappreciated and and that kind of a thing. And it's work. Well, I, I think, let's shoot that. <laughs> I, no, I, but I, I think, I've been trying to put something together about having a child for two years and I can't my, crack it. My it's, father. I'll, you know images. what? I'll write it. I'll send it to you. I, I, I'm not shitting you. I have images and I have certain things I want to put in it, but it was more of a father thing, but I can't crack it. Well, I have to say my father told me this before I ever had kids. He told, he was referring to me actually when he said, and it, it makes Don't me think. Don't do it. <laughs> Run. <laughs> It was the biggest mistake of my life. I regret it every day. And then I did it two more times. Your I mom did. and her love of my semen. I didn't know what caused children. Uh, I was never taught. I was raised very, very religiously. Anyway, I look at um, you and I see a dark hole. But my dad actually has this is it line. His, is it his I was mom? gonna. Say. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. Right. No, I was gonna say, but then he pulled his pants up. But you go right on to his mom if you want. To. My my. Dad. Well, everybody else goes on to his mom. 
my uh, except for you because you didn't pay last that's, time. That's absolutely my, correct. My father has this line, and I think about it, and I, the older I get, the more I realize how finish up in there, give someone else a chance. How smart my father was when he said this. And again, I think I was like, ah, oh, it just works in my mind as a story device as well as being actually true. That he said fatherhood, but I would say parenting in general. That's a no-win scenario. And his argument was, if I said a no-win scenario, that's awful. Let me let me say his argument. Let's say I'm a neglectful, terrible father, and my son and daughter feel they can never come to me. They can never do anything. That you know, I'm just untrustworthy. I'm terrible. I lose my kids. Right. They will leave home as soon as possible because I'm terrible. Let's say I go the opposite way. I empower them. I give them every opportunity I can. I let my daughter do theater. I let my son try basketball, even though he's got my genetics. <laughs> this and it's is not starting happen. to sound personal. Uh, you know, I it do all personal. of this yeah. stuff, and I, I support them, and I empower them. They go away to pursue their life. And my dad's argument was, and he goes, and I want that for you. I want you to have that. It, but no matter what you do, he said, you know, and, and the, the only difference at the end of the day is how often you get a call home. But at the end of the day, you, you and, and I, again, it's and my dad's a bleak, pessimistic person, um, which I get genetically. But it does make me think of, you know, my, my daughter right now loves theater. She's loved theater for quite some time. She loves to act. She loves to do all that stuff. And it is. It's one of those things that I realize there's a crossroads that will come. And she will either start to get cast and stuff, in which case she has to pursue that. Or she won't get cast, and then I have to deal with the fact that, you know, I'm biased. My daughter's brilliant. Why doesn't she? And then, so again, there's all these different things. And I think it is almost an interplay of horror. Whatever choice I make, whatever move I make, has an impact on this other being. And it used to be that if I wanted to, you know, take a ton of caffeine pills and chug Mountain Dew, well, screw it, my heart explodes, that's on me. But now... I don't know, I don't see the connection. Are you getting to a point... My point being is that if I drop dead tomorrow because I've chugged tons of caffeine, my kids live with that. Yeah. And and, and not... What else I got to do with his original fucking point? My point, Joe, that lose, is... lose. It is that even death doesn't let us escape. If well, it depends die. on what you think about the afterlife. But if you, well, but how are you, uh, to our knowledge, you're not going to be able to come back and give Quinn advice if you drop dead tomorrow. Well, I, I mean, I've been working on this forest ghost theory. <laughs> it, <laughs> appears, it appears everyone in a I fucking did, Star Wars universe did, is going to show I up. Did, I did wonder why you took the time to give Quentin his first Ouija board. <laughs> Ooh, so he daddy. knows how to use it. I just uh, the fact that it doesn't have letters Why on it though, and it's just like Elmo's face. <laughs> All right, Elmo says. All right, get back. Devil. We've got to wrap up. I, I want you to tell us some of the authors that you highly recommend right now that aren't out there. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I. I, she's going to be tired of me talking about her, but Haley Piper. Nobody is ever tired of someone talking about her. Unless <laughs> well, it's I feel negative. like a weird jack-in-the-box that like pops Why? up like when, when certain books are mentioned, and I just sort of like randomly show up and say how much I love them. But, so Haley Piper, um, everything that I've read that she has written has been fantastic, but I particularly liked her debut novella, um, The Possession of Natalie Glasgow. It is a possession story. It that is, sounds really... It is... It sounds like Eastern Kentucky. Wow. Well, no, I don't know. Well, just because Glasgow. No, that's a, that's the girl's last name. But yeah. but it's a it's a very different possession story. It's it's just incredibly inventive and it's really really well done. Um, 
I love uh, S.H. Cooper wrote The Festering Ones, and that is a cosmic horror um, with pretty much an all-female cast. It's really, really just excellently done. And she's another one. I've just started reading a short story collection of hers that is fucking fantastic. Um, Gemma Amore. Mm-hmm. Um, she's excellent. Um, Jeremy Hepler. Um, Keelan Patrick Burke. I would read Brian Keene, Jonathan Jans, Hunter Shea. Um, Andrew Cole uh, wrote Remains, which is fucking fantastic. And I'm, I mean, there are like, uh, there are a million. I mean, I feel like I've I read a lot of books in the last no, year. No, that's like, okay. Some of them How, are, you, are they all on Amazon? They are all on Amazon. They are. And if you follow me on Goodreads, um, that's, plug. I mean, that's plug. Yeah. But well, no, Goodreads does nothing except you get to see my reviews on things. And that's, that's how I keep track of all these fabulous people. But plug. Um, yeah, yeah. Read Laura like Hightower's read, read my Read my skip reviews. <laughs> read my reviews. No. <laughs> Don't skip the book. No. But, I'm sorry. Then, go and buy your book. I but, bought your book. But I have, but okay. So I want to plug a couple things too. Say, in I addition to this. So I've got, yeah, I don't, and again, most people are listening from what I understand, but okay. So in case you're not, and then I'll describe it if you are. No, that's okay. So this is The Rue. And what the is catch, The Rue? The Rue is a book that is being written by Alan Baxter that is supposed to be out in March. It is about a murderous kangaroo, as you might be able to see. Mm. Um, the catchphrase is, see you out back. <laughs> and I'm, you know, We're I'm get some of those Aussie fries, guys. I'm appreciative of that. Um, and it, I think, and the cover is done by Keelan Patrick Burke, who. So, what? Why are you plugging this? I'm plugging this in part because this is something that, like, as the horror community, we're pretty excited about because it just started from like a joking conversation between Keelan and I think Alan and various other people about just like a goofy killer kangaroo and then alan baxter decided to write it and the other fun thing is a lot of us get killed off in it myself included oh you're a character in the book well i think just my name um but yeah a lot of us get killed off do they know so do you hang out with alan did he get to know you did he do some research about your tics and how to make that that character more three-dimensional no uh, that would be weird no i feel like she started closing her blinds um no but it's it's been a and i think it's sort of a survivor thing where like three of us survive so, back to the Rue. Back to the Rue. Okay, so I don't know where we left we off. We had an bit, issue but... with a card, sorry. Okay. The audio, we'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. Okay. <laughs> Which means my ass will have to fix it. So where should I start with it? I don't know. Just, just talk about the Rue. Okay, well, yeah. About? It's, well, I mean, it came about between, from what I recollect, just a jokey conversation between Keelan Patrick Burke and Alan Baxter and various other people about a murderous kangaroo. And um, Keelan is another one that you should absolutely follow. He is brilliant and utterly hilarious and a really excellent baker. Um, And uh, it's, you know, this is just, it's a, it's a cool concept. And Alan decided to write it. Alan is an excellent writer. Um, It's just something we're all kind of excited about. And also um, the Deadheads, the group that I do some contributions for, we're going to get to kind of help, uh, help Alan roll it out. So I said, I said, I wanted to plug it tonight and, you know, got permission and all that. So, so when it comes out, we'll plug it on, uh, let us know and we'll put it yeah, on Yeah, I'll, I'll send uh, the links Twitter. and uh, you really want us to put it on Facebook. Do you mention no one's following us on Twitter? But well, you guys, you have Twitter. the, you have the actual the... Facebook following. I got, you know, we have a few hundred. 122 people and I never talked to them. Yeah, we got that. Cause it gets yeah, crickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but that being said, what do you have coming? I know you talked about these things, but do you know where anything is coming and what time it's coming out? I do not. I don't have publishers picked up for anything, but what I 
what a I mean, I, my hope is Silent Key is is the kind of horror noir that I've been working on for a while that I think is really close. So hopefully that gets picked up. Uh, the thriller that I've written with the working title of Slow Burn, which I fucking hate that title, but I'll come I'll come up with something else. Um, that might be an easier sell. Uh, so I would I'd love to see both of those come out this year and also this novella that I'm working on called Crossroads. Okay, cool. So that those are these are my goals for 2020. And what's your book? My book is Whispers in the Dark. And where can they find that book? You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on the Journalstone website. And you can also find it on Barnes & Noble. And at this point, you can probably find it on eBay. Because, you know, people be selling them at this point, which is fine. Do they really? I guess. I always see that there's like used copies for sale. And that's cool. Have you seen them at half price? No, that'd be big time, wouldn't it? No. I'm I not seeing half price. Yeah. No. I was just curious. Okay, so if they buy it, will you sign it? I absolutely will sign it. And come to Scares That Care. So Scares That Care is when? That is the last weekend in July. The last weekend in July in Williamsburg, you think? I think Are you taking the family? I would love to. I kind of think it's going to be a little bit of a long trip for Sebastian. So if I can, we will. And if not, I've got a couple girlfriends that might drive up with me. Or I might just be really awkward and go by myself. No, no. you got to go with some friends. I mean, take some good friends. I have friends. I have friends there that I'll meet. Are you guys going to come? No. I, I was like, I would, I would, oh, you're like, oh, bring friends. Just, just all of them. You're going to go? No. Well, not okay. us. I would go. I may actually go. I, I didn't know it was in July, but I actually will be. Go off. ahead, Chad. Correct them. Do not get on eBay to look for whispers in the dark. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's also on, that's, Maya that's Banks, the major competitor on, the, on Amazon too. Is that a dude yeah. with a shirt off? That is a sh- dude with a shirt off holding a gun with a bulletproof vest and camouflage pants. And if you, oh you know, God, you'll probably end up so, buying that instead of mine. I am that's, so moist That's now. okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's, well, so anyway, I would no, I would, I will do whispers in the dark if they want me to moderate. You mean? You, do you mean, mean scares, scares that, that care? care? That too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do them both. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> Sounds worse than it is. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we do whispers in the dark as a podcast? And we literally do. We still do it as a video. We we black out the thing though, and we just whisper. <laughs> it. Is it Jesus? <laughs> it's Yanni, but I know why that is. Laurel Yanni. Laurel Yanni. <laughs> yeah, that's why that came up. Uh, anyway, so they can find you on all those things. We highly recommend your book, even though I have not written my what's it called again? I, review. I, review. Review. I've, I've put one, I believe, on Amazon and one on Goodreads. Much appreciated. I I, I, uh, I enjoyed reading your review. I I retweet everything that I get. A and now you've to. been on several podcasts since we had you on. Yes, yes, I've you've been, gotten famous. Well. I don't know about famous, but... Uh, you do them all the time now. Well, Rich and Shane of Ink Heist... Um, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah they're... Thing. they're oh, they way more popular than us, aren't they? Yes, they were. Oh, my <laughs> God. Why is everyone more popular? They're, Probably well, they're, because we do the show with the way we do it. <laughs> but I... would be boring if I did it different. I credit them with it because somehow I ended up... Shane accepted mine for review, and then they had me on the podcast. And I think that tricked everyone into thinking that I was someone so i appreciate no, that's that how guys it works. i appreciate that's how that it works that's how it works you believe <laughs> no shit you just keep kind of keep doing it and then people kind of just oh but i just said go. it so that's cats out of the bag i'm not actually anyone no nobody's no, gonna watch record. our show you know you're good. Oh, good. okay okay thanks <laughs> what other <laughs> have you have you just done ink heist i thought um, you've done several i have done ink heist twice and what? i am... they got you back before we did those hosing sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> don't know what uh, that is <laughs> 
Hose, hose Canadian, whatever word. it is, it's Canadian. Um, yeah, because that's me. <laughs> and then, and that then, shit's ham, not bacon. <laughs> and then I'm lined up to do um, Staring into the Abyss, which is another horror podcast. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'm just going to stare into the abyss. Attention, <laughs> serious. By the way, one of the greatest things that ever happened, I, I think it was through the Bonehead account, I tweeted something about staring into the void, and then an account called yeah. The Void. <laughs> Responded me back, going staring back at you, and yes, I'm like, "Oh, good." The good. void responded. The void won worried. the internet that day. I thought that was pretty I fucking was, good. I was happy. That was good. Um, We're extremely happy that your book is doing well. We're extremely thank happy you. that you and your family are doing well. We'd love to have you back on the show. We're not just saying that. I yes, we should do that before a year is up next time. Well, we'll have well, to. But I do yeah. have some special news. Do you guys mind if I make the announcement right. about March? March, the, the, the graphic novel by Representative John Lewis? No. Who's Comic-Con. We will be doing another live <gasps> show from Comic-Con. I'm, I was excited about it. Oh, I'm excited. Thing, you came? We did, and my friend Jessica brought cookies. That's right. I ate a bunch of cookies. She makes the fucking cookies. She makes the best fucking cookies on the them. planet. I didn't get a fucking cookie. You tell me serious? those are not the best cookies yeah. you've ever had. They were not the and best cookies And I sat there and talked to this woman after good. the show, really and she good. didn't offer me she, a cookie. They had bags of them. I, asked I didn't if there have was anything in my hands. Did not I asked you if they had pot in them, right? Yeah. She handed <laughs> the... I think she handed the bag off to you. Well, yeah. It's like, this fatty needs them. No, I think she just was giving you the cookies. Well, that... And if you recall, I'm 24 hours past of being diagnosed with the flu. Yes. And Chad goes, are we doing this? And I said, if I'm fucking dead, I'm doing the show. And he goes, fine, and kill everybody else. Yeah. yeah Which you that, managed to not do. Which, by the way, anybody got died. the flu from me. Again, that should be that Joe will eventually be patient zero. We can write this script right now. But no, Joe's everybody was around me, Comic-Con. and no one got the flu. And I, I think I probably took well, at least four ibuprofen before I got up there. But yes, if you're going to be in Lexington during Comic-Con, you should go. You should come to our show. You should come to the to the live show. You want to come again? Fuck yes. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Yeah. You, yeah. We haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. So let's talk. Okay. Yeah, this could be fun. We haven't. We had the Ghostbusters last time. The yeah. The Western. Oh they were yeah, great. that was really nice. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, we we enjoyed it. So we're excited. We want to thank the Greers, Jared and Jamie. Thank you so much for giving us another wonderful opportunity. Of course, I will be uh, moderating those panels for them. Yay! Digging those ditches. But this is all about you. Thank you so much, Laurel, for coming back on. Thank we want you to have guys you back on. on. Uh, go out. Buy her book. Actually, you don't have to go out. You can just stay at home now. Stay you at home. Really buy my anything. book. Buy buy some books from some of these other fantastic yeah, authors, absolutely. too. And follow me on Twitter, mostly so that you can then find the other cool people to now, follow. Now, how can we find you on Twitter? What is your Twitter handle? I am handle? at Hightower Laurel. Hightower Laurel. I'm Evil Joe. Yeah, I follow you. Yeah, I, I don't follow shit. I'm Do you not follow me on I Twitter? I follow you, but okay, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to take a personal I'm not film. as bad as Chad, but I'm somewhere in between him and James. Well, I have. There will be two days in a row where I'm, bah, 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 and then and then you just quit crickets. I uh, I'm trying I, to do more Instagram, and it's the same. thing. I've been told by my husband to put my fucking phone down, so I think I might have a problem. <laughs> you are on Twitter. He's on yes, Twitter. Yes, I'm too. on Twitter like I, all the fucking time. I am alone all the time. Thank you for making this an intervention, Joe. So Twitter it's not an intervention. Is Here's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you. The fact you charged me. <laughs> Sorry, five, bitch. Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Oh, he's not a real friend. He's gonna make you buy the bullet. I know it's five yeah, dollars a bullet. Fucking bullet. You know how much lead is? I feel like Eat we're lead, motherfucker. This is another Just, Cthulhu country song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not an intervention. Here's the gun. <laughs> Holy shit! That sounded really good. Oh, it sounded perfect. Yeah. That sounded perfect. <laughs> I do have a quick request. We have both types okay. of music, country and before we before we can you say thank you for listening or watching Bonehead in Bonehead Weekly in your wonderful Russian accent. Oh sure, okay. You thank you for watching Bonehead this week. Mm-hmm. Please tune in next week. <laughs> okay, now it sounds more <laughs> like the lady from Do you want do you want to watch Glow? No. Okay, I love Glow. <laughs> you know, it sounds like she's doing an invitation to that. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to come up with like a, in Soviet Russia, you know, Bonehead. Bonehead you, does you. Bonehead does you, but Bonehead watches you. Could not come up with good enough jokes. And Sorry little, about really that. Really quick, previous episode, watch it, her ex-husband and his ex-wife. Her ex-husband? I'm, oh. I, my, I'm actually, oh, I was still married. I let the bag. I let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> When you no, get home, got divorced. Booyah! When you get home, you may notice the keys so don't work. Russia, there are no divorces. There's just you eat a potato. <laughs> my husband's ex-wife, my stepson's mother. Hi, Elena. Um, are we good? Thank you again for doing the show. Thank you so sure. much. You're very welcome. Thank Go you for having me back. Go buy her book. All right.